0: Hello, Hello, welcome
1: to The Honest Wargamer, the official (laughs) Patagori competitive channel. Uh, It's really great to see you all here, and I am hype as hell to be with three of the greatest human beings to grow a beard this side of uh, the Thursday show. Uh, Nathan Prescott in the house, sink fitter extraordinaire, how are you doing? Doing alright, man. You? 11 out of 10. Bit tired, as you can imagine. I uh, haven't slept for 37 years, but apart from that, doing really well. What about you? Yeah, I'm great. I think I might have slept
2: for 37 years, so I'm feeling fine.
1: Oh, fuck. fuck. <laughs> 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 uh, thank you to Sam the Great for subscribing in the chat, by the way. Big love to you. Thanks to- I'm going to say hello to you all in a minute. James, back from your travels. Yeah. What up? Uh, where have you been traveling? I said what up? Oh, and, uh, dog. Is that well, what up, Doug? Is that... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> woof woof. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm moving on from you. Fuck you. And then I'm going straight to Dan.
3: <laughs> what up, Dan? I'm good. I I'm great. Uh, for for now, for now, very. I I had a had to get a COVID test this morning. I need to get three a week. Um, okay. I tested three times a week for work. And this this morning, I got the least gentle human being I've ever had. I mean, none of them are fun. But this one, like I walked out like coughing, and I'm pretty sure, like I felt it in my brain. So I think he was going for a frontal lobotomy thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I made a joke as I walked in. I was like, "Hey, I put a few crayons up there. I haven't found one of them," and uh, and I think he took that to heart. So uh, my face hurts, okay. uh, but uh, but flip side is I'm pr- most likely still COVID free, so that's fine. Okay, nice. Well, that's yeah. good. Well, yeah. <clears throat> if you had COVID, he squashed it. Yeah, he just—he was like, you know what? COVID doesn't hurt you if it's in your brain. So he's just like fucking hammering it up there. Um, I'm more—I'm and... more with
1: Melinda Gates. That I don't think we should get it. Um, uh, like that's kind of where. The, but that's only because I really want to get in her pants because she is minted now. <laughs> so that's kind of where I'm on
3: on that front. Uh, <laughs> if I'm honest, <laughs> Ike on the uh... three A K. Thanks for subscribing. And I, I just wanted to to let everybody know the conversation they dropped in on as we started is that Rob's on a hair trigger today, so let's see if we can make him snap.
1: No, no, that's true. No, that's true. I'm just not a very good person, uh, so sometimes <laughs> the, the rage in my soul boils to the service. Hello, Collaroo. Thanks for subscribing. What's going on? Uh, Lol, Spirit of the Wind works. So, today is an exciting show. It's. <laughs> Fucking great. There's some incredible stuff to talk about. Number one, Age of Sigmar 3 announced, basically launched. Um, you just take the reveal show from the other day, uh, where they just said it's out, and then we watched Sam Morgan's video. We can start playing straight away. Thank you to Martin Orlando AOS for subscribing. I know in no way. And thanks for gifting the gift subscription as well. I know that'll make Chuck Butty furious, but I appreciate you for doing so. You two have got a grudge match. He doesn't know that yet, but he's... Oh, yes. Fucking Tony Moore's in the chat. What a great guy. Um... So we got the Age of Sigma 3 to talk about and all of that and how you all feel about it. That's really fun. We have a Lumineth FAQ, which is honestly really well done. In fact, actually, uh, I think it's a good indication of what we might see FAQs in the future. This is our opportunity to talk to our spokesman um, about Age Sigmar 3. Let's go sit, cut over quickly to him and see what he thinks. Damn it. I didn't queue up the right media source. Give me one second. <laughs>
0: Everything, we hope, is completely watertight. We've really explained everything that needs to be explained. There should be no room for ambiguity or interpretation at all of this. Everything. Thanks, Jez. Appreciate that. Appreciate you,
1: Jez. Uh, it's uh, very nice to have you uh, uh, giving us that, that, that info. Watertight uh, media source and no ambiguity in this FAQ. Uh, so we've got that to talk about. We've also started to see rules for Gravelords, who are on pre-order this me- weekend, which means all the content creators are going to be doing their pre-order videos this Saturday, so that means we're going to find out the rules this Saturday for what Legion and the Gash 2.0 is going to be. Um, Dan, I know you were f- furious at the bit as to whether or not that they would end up with endless spells and also some sort of terrain piece, um, did you, uh, do you know what the situation is there?
3: Uh, I am I am currently unaware uh, of that situation. So, they are uh, cardboard the... tokens for your grave sites.
4: How you feeling about that? James, cardboard tokens. Could we start selling those? Uh, pro- I mean, I probably wouldn't want to. What I don't understand, so I was yeah. having this debate yesterday. It was in the Cursed City box. Probably shouldn't talk about that. Uh, was like some little tiny graves. Why didn't they just make them? No, you know what? Okay. Nathan, no, hold on. let's, let's but, Nathan, Nathan, weigh in
1: on this heavy subject. What? Well, they're dead things. I don't care.
2: <laughs> 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 Just waiting for my big horse boy fella to come along <laughs> so we've got something to ride into battle. <laughs>
5: put...
2: Dad, you had a point to make. Please go. Uh, okay, I Sky think he's got himself a big horse. And he's He's going to ride
3: over the hill. A big horse and then some big squigs to carry his cape, his little, little superhero cloak. Uh, No, I figured it out. Um, What it is, is it's clearly Games Workshop throwing some love towards uh, third-party model makers and 3D printers because they were like, hey, this is obviously a really important way that this army plays. So I think it's going to be key if we let them develop models for us and sell them. Uh, just like the objective rings. So uh, that's, that's my, my read there, is they've gone, they're, they're looking for other people, and they're just crowdsourcing uh, the model design.
1: 11 out of 10. I'm in for that. I'm in for that. Okay, Let's, there's so much to talk about. I'm just going to dive straight in. I'm going to do a quick round robin, see how everyone is. Nathan, how are you? And have you painted anything recently? Yes or no?
3: I'm great. No. Perfect. Dan. I am, I am excellent. I am spacey. Okay. Uh, James? Super good.
1: Okay. And I would just like to dedicate this show. Uh, this is an important one uh, because this is probably going to be a show that gets watched a lot. There's a lot of stuff. Uh, I just want to shout this out to Dan's mum, who's a legend. That's who we're, <laughs> sh- we're dedicating the whole show to Dan's mum, who is just great. Arguably even better than Dan, apparently, but just she a total, total star. So the whole show is dedicated to her. i just like everyone I... to
3: remember that. I, I just, I w- I'm happy to put it out there that my mom is significantly cooler than me. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to go crack a beer to her. Uh, she's like, not only is she just a general badass. like I, I rocked up home one day and I was like, Oh mom, your makeup looks really good. And she's like, yeah, I had it tattooed on. I was like, sorry, what? And she's like, yeah, I got sick of putting it on every morning. So I had my, this tattooed on and this tattooed on and this tattooed on. I was like, okay. She's like, yeah, basically as much as can be attached to my face via needle the better. And I was like, oh, okay. yep, Sweet. And then uh, I went with mom to get another tattoo. She's like, just fucking do my eyebrows. And like, she's sitting there, not even blinking while they're like driving needles into her face. And then she like grabs, buys a new leather jacket. And I was like, oh, what's that for? She's like, for my motorbike. It's like, but what? What? And then she just rode off into the sunset. So my mom's cooler than me. I've established that my mom is cooler. Is um, she
1: one of the YouTube thugs? Cause she sounds like a YouTube thug.
3: No, no, she's more like she's more like an ocean person. However, uh, to be fair, she has said for anyone in the chat that thinks they might be in with a shot, you need a yacht. Uh, so if you don't have a yacht, you don't have a shot. Wow.
1: Okay. Wow, that's exciting. Uh, can I just thank? Uh, can I thank Refos for subscribing? Uh, <laughs> and thanks to Joe Crier, default in the chat for donating five gift subscriptions in the chat. Uh, that stimmy check. I didn't know you were getting a second stimmy check. So excited about that. Thanks, Joe. Big love to you. Um, uh, that's really lovely of you. Thanks so much. Okay, James, finally, how are you? And have you painted anything?
4: I thought we did, mate. Yeah, I'm super good. How uh, have I painted anything? Oh, I painted uh, a bunch of bases is all I've done. Okay. Nothing exciting. Right, I'm that's...
1: afraid. Okay, well, you know, base layer. and all What that. are the bases
4: for? Uh, for a, a box game that we do not talk about. Why don't all we right. talk about the Hex Hamlet? <laughs> uh, it's it, people don't like it it's not Games what? Workshop we can't talk about it on the show what the Voodoo Village yeah the Voodoo
3: <laughs> Village what were the other ones we got,
4: we
1: got loads we got loads oh, there's an emote right. in the chat there's a Hex Hamlet emote in the chat banned famously from the Warhammer TV live uh, <laughs> Twitch chat uh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, this is the best day!
1: Yeah, the, the bedevilled borough. Yeah, there was uh, there was a lot. <laughs> I, I just need to thanks to Elka Red for donating five hundred bits to the show. I need to thank everyone for tuning in live, all the YouTube thugs and all the podcast hydro homies. Okay, right. First off, we're going to jump back to Monday because I haven't heard. Oh no, I think I have. Right, we have, we have, we've had this conversation. Nathan, you love Kragnos, He's going to ride, going to ride that pony all the way to Destruction Town. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, Scraggy needs a new horse. Looks like i have got one. Okay. Perfect. 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 So we've talked. We've talked about this. Okay. So where do you guys want to go first? Because there's Gravelord's information. There's there's Age of Sigmar three or there's the FAQ. Which do you want to go first? Dan, I'm gonna let you vote it on. Oh,
3: uh, let's get let's get the the FAQ out of the way first because I think I think
1: like how the way. <laughs> Like, it's brilliant. Like, absolutely. Hold on, quick word from
0: Jez on how good are we thinking. Everything we hope is completely watertight. We've really explained everything that needs to be explained. There should be no room for ambiguity or interpretation at all of this. Everything we hope is completely watertight. We've really...
1: It's going to be fine. Uh, <laughs> just, right, OK, just, let's go to it. Just, uh, oh, gosh. Uh, God. Uh, I want them to do more interviews so I can just clip them. It's going to be so good. Right, anyway. Um, <laughs> hold on. The FAQ. Right. Rumineth, Rumineth Rulords Battle Time. Rumineth? The, yeah, the, uh, the errata has come out today. Let's go. Um, we'll get the watertight mode. I don't worry. So. We've been looking for some FAQ stuff. Severith, the Lord of the Seventh Wind. I'll jump straight into this. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Change the second paragraph of the rules text to, in addition, if enemy models start a pilot move within three inches of any friendly units with this ability, subtract two inches from the distance of that model uh, during that phase. one. Oh, I don't think he had that on his uh, thing. Uh, the important one, though, is Severith, Lord of the Seventh Wind. They've taken him out of Umetrica. He's been... I don't know what the right word is. Uh, excommunicated. That's not the right word. Uh, deported. Banished. He's been de- banished and deported. He's been Brexited from um, uh That's a lot to take in there. Fox communicated. Thank you, Owen. That's a, that's a good one. Exiled also. Um, Nathan, how do you feel about him losing the Yemetrica keyword? You love oh. keyword bingo. Come on. Sure. Where's he gone? So, f- fucking... Hold on, let me check. It doesn't, it doesn't say where he's so going. He can, so he can go with any nation now. He can go with any nation. He is a... Yeah. He's
2: yeah. a nation slut. Good.
1: Good for him. <laughs> Have a good time. <laughs> he, is a, he is a nation slut. James, how do you feel about this?
4: Uh, I mean, it means we might see more Setherists.
1: It is. Uh, he can now be in Helon. Thank you. Uh, he's a free citizen. Oh, as Diadena said, he's free as the wind.
5: I like the wind. In my trees.
1: By Patrick Swayze, by the way. Great song from, uh, uh, from Dirty Dancing, I think. Is that from Dirty Dancing? Yeah, Patrick Probably. Swayze. What a banger. Uh, right, okay. Pretty big, because then he can have all of the... Captain Bastardo, thank you very much for subscribing. I appreciate your name. Definitely going to fit in here. Um, he's going to be able to get all of the... He's going to be able to get all the buffs, because uh, mm. he's now not keyworded into your metrica, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, And he can go to Helon and he can do the other stuff. So, um, Mm. a straight buffs for Severith. And is it the first time... Nathan, um, I know you've been consistently sending emails every day about the Gits keywords. Haven't had Mm. much feedback. How do you feel about uh, him losing a keyword? Like, compared to your Gits, who maybe needed some keywords looking around at one point. Yeah,
2: I mean... Uh... that's very unfortunate for him, because I'm sure he wants more keywords, not less keywords, but there you go, eh? That's a tough old world we live in. Realm, whatever
1: the (laughs) hell it is. (laughs) (laughs) Lord Whale, thank you for subscribing. Stupid fox. I think the important point is, the important point here is that he can obviously go in Sire, so he can have two lots of Aether Quartz, Mm. which is mucho
3: good. Uh, I just, I, I just that one kind of like, like sparks out to me because it's not like they took, you know, like the big mountain cow, mm-hmm. the named mountain cow. They were yeah. like, yeah, yeah, this is where he lives. This is who he fights for. And almost in in most other ones, that's kind of like most other armies. That's Foxy's the case. Fox like, faster, though. Yeah, but then then they're just like, hey, the fox. This is his thing. And then they went, ah, you know what? Actually, let's just let him have it all. But at the same time, they've taken like Alania and Elithor and done a similar thing. They took Eumetrica off them, and that gave them Il- Iliathar or whatever, the hell, the hell it's pronounced, right? Where and does the like, fox dude live? The fox dude—he lives wherever he wants now, in the wind. But, no, but, but the where,
2: does, is... where does the story says he lives?
3: Where's in the this, wind? Where's his foxhole? <laughs> Uh, he lives on an elderly lady's shoulders while being screamed for his murder at. That's where he ho- like, lives between the holidays, which is when, uh, when he's fighting. But yeah, it just seems ridiculous that they did that to Severeth when for the twins, who, like, their story is that they go out into the world. They're, like, going and doing shit everywhere. They still are locked to one faction. I, I, just, I, I don't know if I'm being an idiot in thinking that, but I'm like, so the guys that explore the realms have one army that they love, but the dude who literally lives in a mountain, they're like, yeah, nah, he's, he does what he likes.
1: Well, he specifically has a wind temple, according to Call Me Fee in the chat, that is in Neumetrica. Mm. But I guess it's like the people who own like all of the newspapers in England. Like, While technically, yes, they do business in England, they all live technically offshore in quotation marks. Um, oh, he's a tax evader, is he? Uh, maybe a... your metric has just got like a really high tax bracket and he's like, I'm just want to live somewhere else.
3: Mm. Uh, yeah, that, that that checks out. He's a he's a bit like uh, like Google or um or Apple, where they're like, Oh yeah, actually our base of operations is in this small Irish village <laughs> because we get huge tax breaks. <laughs> and there's just one little room with a dude in there who's like I am paid to sit here and let them evade tax. That's him. He's got one priest somewhere in Eumetrica to help him evade tax. Well, but, so uh, I
1: think uh, the the uh, Thorbenus in the chat has made a point. I guess really it's probably just his holiday home that's actually in Eumetrica. That's the mm-hmm. situation that we're not, we're not clicking in with there. Uh, Severith gave the Channel Islands keyword. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Severith gave the Panama <laughs> keyword. Yes, uh, yes. Can I just thank uh, Rule of Cool uh, Wargaming for subscribing for the first time? That's super cool of you. And also to Fauxpar Fox for subscribing as well. Very much appreciated. Mm. Um, okay. So, I mean, that's fine. So Severith being in other armies is, is, is fine. The uh, the other stuff, though, oh boy, um, is pretty exciting. Uh, they've clarified that if you do take a Venari unit that's in Shining Company and you reset it up so as long as it's still in the requirements of Shining Company, it's still in Shining Company, so you could use bridge or a teleport to take a unit mm-hmm. and reset it up so it's in Shining Company. That's fine. Yes, that's good. Um, uh, the next one is a really fun one. Can I use the Spirit of the Wind ability in my opponent's shooting phase? James I'm going to throw you under the bus a little bit do you happen to know what the spirit of the wind ability might do
4: Uh oh is that the one that stops people piling in
1: Close super close it's the one it's the one that in you the shooting phase you can make a movement and don't forget yeah. they move very fast Yeah 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 can I, yeah can I use that So yeah can you well number 1 you can obviously use it in your shooting phase The real question is, Nathan, let's see how you feel about it. Do you think you should be able to use it in your opponent's shooting phase? Mm, I don't think so. So I guess they let him do it. Nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. So uh, what's going to happen is you're going to move towards this model. And and then it's going to move outside of your charge range in the shooting phase. So, So you can never attack it
3: in melee ever that's
1: good
4: though right and for those
3: who are thinking you could pin it the the exact rule is at the end of the shooting phase this model can make a normal move of 12 inches but cannot run it can retreat in this model can retreat and still charge later in the same turn so literally you you might be able to get a shot off at it but it's going to be outside of charge range unless you were already in combat with it, in which case you need a 12. It's so good. Listen, I might overdo this,
0: but let's just get a quick check on what Jez might think. Everything we hope is completely watertight. We've really explained everything that needs to be explained. There should be no room for ambiguity or interpretation at all of this. Everything... (laughs) Watertight. Watertight. So a model you can
3: never charge. But Um... he's not wrong. That rule is now watertight. What that is, is what, I have this it's ability. A, it's a, clearly answered, it. it's a que- the, clearly answered question. It's so. a clearly answered question. Unfortunately, the thing is, what you have that's watertight is a septic tank full of, like, curry night broth. Uh, and that's, that's what is kept in the watertight container, unfortunately.
1: It, ultimately, uh, whatever, at this stage, because I think it's brilliant. I actually want him to move in every phase that's right. <laughs> Every phase, one phase. That my phase, because he moves in the movement phase, right? He yeah. moves in the shooting phase of both players now, and also piles in six inches. Also, yeah, yeah, nice, yeah. So, okay, he's fucking
2: so- mental. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he is. thankfully, he's a bit crap. um uh... <laughs> Right. So, both of them can do that.
2: The Serif, Severof, and the... All of them. Regular Fox, yeah. All yeah. of them. Fucking
1: hell. Mm-hmm. 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 It's kind of like Holy Within uh, to Sneaky Snuffle. Basically, mm. the same.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it reminds me of that very much, Lee.
1: Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Next. So, uh, uh, cool. Um, does the Hurricane Temple ability Whirling Tornadoes allow units in the battalion to count as having charged in the enemy turn? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. So if, just to clarify for you guys uh, on what that is, again, the War Scroll Battalion allows you to um, pile in an extra six inches if you've charged that turn. That's that's what it does, yeah? yeah. Um, it lets you pile an extra six inches if you've charged that turn. Um, so... Uh, and then,
2: so if it's near a dude, then it it counts as having charged. The does side. the
1: Hurricane Temple ability Wellingtoners allow units in the battalion to count as having uh, charged battalion? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: In the, the bat- enemy yeah. turn, uh, so not in your turn, but yeah. in the enemy turn. Yeah. So James, just get a quick clarity: you and me are playing. I've got some rude charges, yeah, in your yep. turn, yeah, yeah, my turn, right? In my your turn. I am going to, well, by the answer wait, The answer to this is yes. I can move my Rue Riders six inches away anywhere on the board, even if you're not within three inches at any point. So basically my wind charges from that battalion move six inches every turn, whenever I like in the charge phase, uh, combat phase, combat phase. Yeah, combat phase.
2: Good thing they're getting rid of battalions. Oh my god, it's
1: so good. So (laughs) good. Fucking hell. So good. Yeah. So that's good. Um, And then, uh, can a unit from the Hurricane Temple Battalion use the Wellington ability, make a piling move, even if that unit is not within three inches of enemy units? And the answer is yes. Yes, it can. Uh, and can I use the Great Nation of Illuminize Claim the Field ability to move a scenario law seeker that's been set up as a lone agent reserve unit? No, that's great. That's fine. Can a caster of the Sanctum of Amniotok move while the Endless spell is on the battlefield? Answer, yes. Answer, yes. Dan, you feel positive about that?
3: Uh, honestly, I... It's uh, not a very good uh, spell. <laughs> so, like... Um... Or like comparatively, I I just don't like things that lock stuff down. It should be a fluid game, unless it's a really powerful spell. Nothing should stop anyone moving.
1: Oh, is that yeah. why you're pro the everything that's happening with the ruse? Like you know, they move in your phase.
3: Uh, I've I've almost hit so many ruse because I used to have to drive through the middle of Australia several times a year, <laughs> uh, and I have seen the way that roos, so ruse run towards car headlights at dawn and dusk because they're I don't know bastards um i've seen the way they move just saying the rules check out like a kangaroo will be like going in one direction then he's going the other direction like he just does whatever he wants ruse do what they want i actually think that this is just reflecting the fact that the riders have no control over their mounts and they're just like (laughs) yeah woo, hey you guys feel like vomiting okay let's go backwards
1: (laughs) okay good all right um uh, right, so then, um, next one. Many of the Lumineth Realm Lords' command abilities do not require benefiting units to be within distance of a friendly hero. When this is the case, what units in my army can use the command abilities? You can pick any applicable friendly unit on the battlefield to use the command ability, but the unit you pick to use the command ability must be the unit that benefits from it. Okay, happy with that? What? what? Uh, so clear. This is, just, this is just a nod to AOS 3. I think, from, uh, oh, okay. like from, from who can do it. I think that's, that's effectively, they're cleaning it up a little bit. Uh, next up, the Venari Blade Lords are armed with Sun Metal Great we- Blades, but do not have Sun Metal Weapons Ability. Is this intentional? Yes, it was omitted deliberately. Thank you for Bobbin for donating £6.69 to the show. It's very much appreciated. Loads and loads. Do you see that? They intentionally omitted it.
5: Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. yeah like Mm -hmm. they intentionally omitted the grot keyword from (laughs)
1: fanatics (laughs) (laughs) i'm not doing the clip again i'm not doing the clip again um yes it was deliberately uh... omitted
3: I just, yeah. I dig, I dig that that means they're like, who should get these mighty weapons, the best that we have in the sun metal, and like, give it to the rank and file on the blade lords. <laughs> were like, we are the most experienced. We guard in, in the our charges in close proximity to the enemy. I believe we should probably have the best weapons. And, they were like, no. and they're like, no, like, uh but I'm better with a sword. Perhaps you could give me a sharper one. Nah, we're going to give it to Blake and all of his mates <laughs> over there. Uh, that Just that group of blokes, they're getting the best ones. And they're like, ah, okay. What about those lanterns that stop people hitting you? Maybe we should have one of those. Nah, give it to the big bow. Put it on the big <laughs> bow. Let's do that and go. And they're like, ah, we really we really need to get a better like operations manager just distributing our weapons here. What?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Those elf generals suck. Um, yeah, but it's just—I mean, like, it could be like a naming issue. Uh, Leadfooter says it's because they're not wizards, so they can't turn them on. I guess that's a bit of a like. I guess it's like you know you got to get your OSHA card, so you can't like flip the switch on the on the digger, like unless you've like passed your CBT training or whatever. I've just thrown a load of words together. I don't really understand. Um, if that <laughs> they, CBT. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah, I know what CBT is. Cock and yeah. ball torture. <laughs> <laughs> why would you want it to be tortured, man?
2: Like... I don't know. No, nothing to do with... I don't fucking know why. They're
1: elves, aren't they? Fuck <laughs> <me>. <laughs> Okay, fine. Right, uh, next question. Can models move on a Shrine Luminor? Oh, drama. And can they move through the gap underneath the Shrine Lumino, where the terrain feature is not touching the battlefield? Have you read this? Who's read this? If you haven't no. read it, it's fine. Nathan. I have it what... open, It's okay. I you don't have to. Don't read, don't read it. Don't read it. I want you to guess. Okay. What do you think? So what? Are you allowed to walk where there's
2: an open piece of ground? Is that what but... they're asking? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can
1: you walk where there is ground and can you walk where there is mainly mountain?
2: Yeah. Just walk uphill if you need to, or walk
1: through the gap, or whatever. What's I don't und- who asked the question? Um, I, I don't know. Think anyone asks any of these? Like, does anyone think anyone's asked any of these <laughs> questions ever? Like, do we think that's the process? Sorry, I'm I'm very confused. We I think us three have got the wrong end of a stick for a long time. Uh, James, do we <laughs> where the do impression... the questions come from? Yeah, we were under the impression from these questions come... from that bloke can... that you
2: had on the telly just now. <laughs>
1: this
0: guy this guy let me go let's go see everything we hope is completely watertight we've really explained everything that needs to be explained there should be no room for ambiguity or interpretation at all of this everything we hope is completely watertight. okay uh, he doesn't uh, seem to he did I, uh, he
3: go on. I, I i i i'm getting i'm I'm still stuck on the sun metal weapon thing because it's it's genuinely upsetting me what don't you get man well, no. It's, not, okay, it's, but, not,
1: it's a sun metal
3: weapon that's not a sun metal weapon. It's clear no, as crystal. No, Unambiguous. People, the, the chat has pointed out wonderfully they can't turn them on because they're not wizards. So why did you give them sun metal weapons? Why were you like, hey, guys, here, take this, the most powerful magical artifact in our army. They're like, you know we're not wizards. They're like fuck uh, we've made the swords now. Uh, well do we have just a stick or something like i mean it's gonna be about as useless as tits on a bull with these guys and they're like should we should we maybe give it to literally anyone who's a wizard literally anyone else and they were like no no we'll keep these i mean a regular sword is just the same for us but give us this ancient metal forged in the fires of the sun <laughs> fuck
1: okay really upset
3: that's really upset me
1: right so the answer to this is can you move on it and does it give the does it give fanatics the grot keyword answer only garrisoning models can be placed or moved onto a shrine luminor like okay. all garrison rules if there Fair are enough. no models in a shrine luminor's garrison other models can move through the terrain features gap as normal if possible yeah. i'm gonna read this in such a sultry way let me let me start again sorry <clears throat> If there are no models in the Shrine Luminor's garrison, other models can move through the terrain feature's gap as normal, if possible. <laughs> I can't do it. However, if the Shrine Luminor is garrisoned, the entire terrain feature is treated as an enemy model to your opponent. Uh. There we go. There we go. So, like, all garrison rules. Yeah, so it's just like garrison rules, fair enough. So it's so a did they just Did they re-explain the garrison rules to someone? Yeah. Mm. Somebody asked. Is this like a garrison? And then they went, yeah. yes, this is like a garrison, this, as the keyword says, says. Yeah, it says it's a garrison. It's a garrison. Okay, I'm going to, in the future, say, does this unit move? I'm like, You know, things I don't like the rules of. I'm like, is this movement five only? Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> Ah. (laughs) because i'd like it to be faster like is this tree lord ancient only a one cast wizard because did you omit the other spells on purpose because that would help (laughs) me
3: well i i think the answer would just be like just be impressed that a tree is casting any spells because the ones near my house just make people sneeze in spring so like the fact that it, it can walk around, hit people with a stick, and cast one spell. Consider yourself lucky, Sylvaneth. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Yes. Thank you. So, okay. So, we got the garrison rule explained to us. And then finally, the scenario law seeker is noted as unique in the pitch battle profiles table. Is, is it intended that he is a named character for the rules purposes and therefore cannot have a command trait or an artifact? answer yes so he is like a named character yet not one
3: mm. good so. i'm down with it mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's yeah it's kind of like celestin prime and stuff like that like kind of he has a name but he doesn't really anyway whatever but well, nobody knows what it is yeah yeah he's just he's he keeps his license like in his, his back pocket Carl. at all times he's in Co- Carl. the <laughs> 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 they're like quickly send Carl and he's just like yeah boss but um i i look i don't want to don't want to be that guy it it took me roughly 80 years to make my way up to the level of law seeker so i just you could call me law seeker carl or just law seeker but it's a bit offensive when you just call me carl because i feel like you're just ignoring like mr. My, seeker. my my industry yeah mr seeker mr seeker he, first name law he's that guy but to be fair if i was ever knighted I would insist that everyone called me sir. I'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. it's sir. Uh, so I, I get it. He just, he doesn't like to go by Carl anymore. He likes you to know his rank.
1: Yeah. I don't want to get like too, like, um uh like what's that film really not together today because I was 37 years. Uh, but that, uh, Inception, I don't want to get too Inception y. Um, but as it was, as some Norwegian dude has said in the chat, big love to you, there are many law seekers. Like in the law. So if we seek in the law of, of the realm lords about law seekers, there are many law seekers in the law. Mm. Yet yeah, but, only one named, unique one.
4: Yeah, but but they're so rare. There's only one around each day. Maybe that's the law he's seeking. How many name. times <laughs> in the law is there more than one law seeker? In the law,
3: mm. uh, yeah, um, and yeah. let's let's also remember that uh, you get it like so. If uh, an enemy with a, with an artifact is killed within three inches, you get a command point with the Law Seeker. So he clearly is aware of them, but he is a lone agent. You know, he goes off and does his own thing. I have a feeling that he's probably pissed off their quartermaster a few times. They're like, "Here you are. This is a very special sword, very very powerful." I get it. It's a boomerang though. What does a boomerang do? And he's like, it comes back. He's like, yeah, it comes back. And then the law seeker, like, fucks off for 10 years and comes back. And he's like, sorry, lost the sword. Uh, I, I don't know if it's so much that the law seeker, like, can't have one. I just think they don't give it to him anymore because he's proven himself untrustworthy.
1: There's some great comments being left in the chat. Um, I mean, like, you know, my name's not Mr. Law Seeker. That's my dad, uh, is a good one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if a law seeker seeks a law, how many law seekers can a law seeker seek? Great question. Um, why am I my named? Is the law he seeks? Um, uh, there's loads of law seekers, but it's only this specific one that likes fighting. Um, it's <laughs> the law seeker is just looking for more law seekers, hence, he's a law seeker. All of that works. All of it's gold. Uh, and I appreciate you. And that's the end of the FAQ. So some kind of like big takeaways there. They didn't ask answer a couple of questions um, about Arulian wizards and some other stuff. That was kind of, Arulian wizard, sorry, and some other stuff that was kind of uh, important. Not I mean Venarius, I mean. Um, so there's a bit of drama there, uh, but ultimately sounds like some general buffs of, other than people who are planning on taking multiple law seekers and trying to cap objectives with them, um, because. Uh, like that obviously was never going to work so uh that battalion is very good until you can't use it so that's fine um, cuz they're going to get rid of that so that's good um and then what's the other one um uh yeah of course you can never you can never kick the fuck out of a kangaroo uh, fox <laughs> wizard which is a fascinating a kangaroo um, fox yeah kangaroo fox i think,
4: I think actually you you've made that negative what we should say is are they The quickest in the Mortal Realms answer is yes, they move before you even see them move. Yeah, my turn normally nothing else moves. Oh, they're moving, they got the zoomies. All of them have got the zoomies. That should have been a question Do all Luminef Realm Lord animals have the zoomies? And the answer should have been no, all of them but the mountain cows. (laughs) (laughs) If you brought those when they first came out, you made a boo boo. Someone's saying, just...
1: someone's saying that they haven't actually answered half of the questions they did ask, but I'd like to refer them to the Venari Blade Lords Q&A very quickly again. The Venari Blade Lords are armed with some Metal Great Blades, but do not have some Metal Weapons ability. Is this intentional? Yes, it was omitted deliberately. I'm going to screen cap that for, for future use also on the show. Yes, it was omitted de- uh, uh, deliberately, so I assume that that's why they haven't answered those other questions as well. But it's nice to have some clarity. As um, in, those,
4: uh, those other questions were omitted deliberately. Is that what we're saying?
1: Yes. Okay, well, sure. likely, yeah. Otherwise, they would have done them, right? That's true. Mm-hmm. And the I other guy who that... asks Go on,
3: Dan. Uh, now we have confirmation that Severus <laughs> is the crack fox. <laughs> Like he, he genuinely has to be because he's just like, like, like tweaking out and then someone's about to charge him. He's like, no! And just like runs away. and He's like, I got to piss on this. Have you got some meth? Like he's just that, that Severeth everywhere. He's bouncing around looking for deals.
1: Uh, can I just thank uh, some new subscribers that we got? Because it's super cool to have some new ones. Stoner Sparrow. Appreciate you for subscribing. And also, uh, uh, yeah, uh, I don't think I'm allowed to s- tease and C's. I'm not even sure I can say the first word in that. But for Mr. Broxer, thanks for using your Twitch Prime. I'm not even certain I'm allowed to use it because uh, I think it's banned on Twitch. But appreciate you for subscribing. That's very much appreciated. Um, OK, so overall, let's get, a, let's get an out of 10 Twitch chat and also co-hosts for this FAQ. How do you think they did? How do you think they did? Uh, Dan, I'm going to jump over to you. Out of 10.
3: Uh, I am going to go with a... Out of 10, I'm going to go with a semi-watertight barrel. I'm go with, so it's about... Which I think is about an 8. Like, it'll hold a more viscous liquid, like um, like maybe curry diarrhea or something. It's struggling to hold water, though. So it's not quite watertight. So I'm going to go with an 8 out of 10 watertights.
4: Okay. All
1: right. Uh, what about you, James?
4: Uh, I was just going to give it a 7. There wasn't as much description. A 7. Because I think Severith either is happy about the fact he's been roaming the realms, or he's sad because he's been exiled, and the fact that I don't have that narrative reduces the score, because I'm, you I'm worried about him. That's because... what they've
1: given you. They've given you a vehicle to tell the story now. Why is Severith not got the Eumetric keyword? We don't know. We could tell that story. Maybe he's fallen in love with Kragnos. Maybe we don't know that. Like, he's like, oh, kind of like a foxy fella. Like, he's gone over and he's like, I'm leaving you, he's Mexico, for you. Yeah, I like, like he... that
3: he's a tax dodger. I think he's a tax evader. That's, that's the story now. He is, the like, every, every time they, they come calling and they, like, knock on the temple door. They're like, oh, no, he doesn't live here anymore. He hasn't been here for, like, two years. And then as soon as they go away, he's like, have they gone? Um, so I, that's, he, he's a tax evader.
1: Okay, well, that's a good one. Uh, let me just read out what everyone in the chat says Why Nathan thinks about it. Uh, Na- uh, Colory thinks it's a nation slot out of 10. Uh, Martin Orlando AOS gives it a 7 out of 10. Chuckle, but he'd be furious with you about that. Um, uh, Rima, Night says Blade Lord should have just had a, a, a name change. And then uh, they should have yeeted the whole thing into the bin, in my opinion. (laughs) Uh, uh, I really like uh, what uh, Grimgar said. He said, I deliberately omit my response. Thanks to Guy Zaidi for donating £3.69 to the show. That's super appreciated. Uh, And big round specs, I think, kind of sums up my thoughts. Four out of ten FAQ value. Previously, listen, 2020-2019, Rob, uh, if you'd have described a unit that literally can't be touched in melee, he'd have been like, do you know what? That kind of makes me a bit mad. Yeah? But, 10 out of 10 Twitch value. Like, absolutely 11 out of 10. Explain that to someone. So yeah, it's... Uh, what did someone say earlier? Um, <laughs> your shooting phase? No, our shooting phase, comrade. Love that.
4: <laughs> my... I, you missed my favourite one. So, yeah. um, Shugo put 10, because I'm currently building wind stuff. <laughs> That's always <laughs> War- the answer. Warhammer! Right. <laughs> yeah. Is this FAQ Ben? No, because I've just brought it. It's definitely fine. i brought those toys. It's fine. Don't mess with it. I brought it. Yeah, leave it leave I'm it alone. Yeah, it's just so... really
3: hard to put them together while you're still wearing your like furry fox outfit. They don't quite have the dexterity, but it's it's you know, it's good. Nathan, how do you feel about it? How do you feel
1: about untouchable models in the charge phase? Oh, that's kinda of awkward, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like ball and uh, dick torture or whatever it was.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Cock and ball torture. I think it's a good thing they're making the board smaller.
3: <laughs> it's, 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 it's Even harder. if it was only like a six inch move, then if you were like a three inch charge away, you'd still have a chance. If you're three inches away and it moves twelve, you need to roll a fifteen. To get it in well, the charge no, You know, you
1: can't because you have to be within 12 to make a charge or declare a charge.
3: Unless you're one of those little wankers that gets like a 3d6 and so can charge from 18 inches away. But like mm-hmm. there's two units and a one legged duck that get to do that.
1: Yeah. Uh, but hopefully in Agency of 3, everyone just gets a 3d6 charge. Think about yeah. that. How will you feel now? Because that would really cut down on the game time, which is important. Maybe they're going to swap
2: the shooting phase and the movement phase around. There you go. Think then about that. Can... Yeah, then he moves, and then you can move after him and catch him. Fuck knows.
1: Yeah, yeah. Maybe exactly. maybe they'll put the shooting phase after the combat phase. Maybe even after the battle shock phase. Yeah.
4: Maybe. Maybe there's not going to
1: be a shooting phase.
4: It's just reverse it all. So yeah. you go score. No. Fight. <laughs> no. Shoot. Maybe. Move. Hero phase. And then you'll be like, oh, this is so much faster. <laughs> Especially when you miss the Battle shock phase. Oh, and then and then at the end of the movement phase you'll charge. they that's just like been removed from order and put last. So like at the end you're like, right, I've charged you, and then you're like, wait, now they fight me first.
1: Yeah. Really confusing. It's very confusing. Uh, listen, an absolutely brilliant FAQ. I'm giving that eleven out of ten because the mean value is huge. Uh, we've already got mr law seeker as a meme now and whatever the hell the wind dudes are listen if someone does the wind dude thing to you just like i mean thankfully they're kind of rubbish the wind charger dudes aren't they like not the wind chargers, the the fox guys they're like fine
3: they're fine they're better with that like they're they're I mean, a bit more usable with that but, but what do you mean
4: immortal that goes immortal you, right? is
3: good huh?
4: doesn't that go when the battalion goes
1: no, 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 not the not the wrong. fox, not the fox arrow things. Nope.
4: Oh, okay, yeah,
1: yeah, okay. All right, well, uh, good start, good start to the show. Uh, pretty strong. Um, I mean, I'm sure people could take it quite seriously, but
4: yeah,
2: I think <laughs> if you got sentinels, those fox things are fine. Yeah, just agreed. Them. Yeah, or no, ballistas. Oh, Yeah. Or other foxes.
5: Yeah, yeah. If,
2: sure enough, if any... they move, then you move. Then they move, and then you move again. <laughs> like <and> then... Dance!
3: <laughs> it's like a knife fight. It's just like... <laughs> oh, he's um, dancing then. Why'd you
1: stop? Well, it's just, I was just enjoying it. Right, okay. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're that good anyway, but I'm sure like someone will complain, and probably you should, because I don't think... like I don't like that that's something they're fine with. I don't want the next battle tone where they put that on a unit that isn't medium i don't want that to be a thing is what i would really try <laughs> to get at i don't want that them to be like cool yeah that's in the game now because that'll suck uh, See, quite a bit
3: i i kind of like the idea or i really enjoy when people have play across turns like something that they do in your opponent's turn i genuinely think it makes it really interesting i remember the first time um uh, an iron jaws player actually i think it was vanilla sass in the chat pulled it on me when his orcs got to move in my turn or charge in my turn, whatever it was. And it's not like he smashed me, but it was a really good tactical move. And it was just so well done. And I was like, this is actually really exciting because like there's counterplay across turns. That's interesting. When it's like, oh, yeah, I just get to move an extra 12. Why? Because.
1: Well, you know, like, like, do you know what? Towny smash has probably nailed it. Something we're not thinking about for Age 3 as well. Gets around the double turn, though, doesn't it? go every turn. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. Uh, you can't be double turn if you're playing every turn. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking smashed it. Absolutely brilliant. Okay. All right. So that's FAQ. And like Tony says in the chat, let's move on. Let's talk about Gravelords um, who have zero ranged options in their army. So don't have a... they, d- so, don't, need they don't need it. They don't
4: need it. Because when you're dead. How do you pull the bowstring back? It's really hard work. You've got no muscle mass left. Skeletons haven't got any muscle. Can't That's do it. Gr- great way of stopping that fox moving. I don't have a shooting
1: phase. You can't move. <laughs> Fuck you.
4: Yeah, I'm just skipping the shooting phase. Just it skip it. Exist.
1: Just skip it. Be like, I elect not to have a shooting phase and then move on. Is, that, is, it, is it in the core rules? Ladies and gentlemen, we might have found a hack. This is important. Do we have to do every one of the phases in our turn? Let's ask hack that up. What? Uh, ask Chess. Jez! Jez, yeah, yeah. Jez uh,
0: is that... Does that clear it up in the Agency Three rule? Everything we hope is completely watertight. We've really explained everything that needs to be explained. There should be no room for ambiguity or interpretation at all of this. Everything we... Okay. He said it's completely watertight. That's... Ah, right. good. Yeah. It's good Watertight.
1: It's watertight. Right, okay. So... <laughs> all of the vampiric bloodlines are noble, but only one has wolf paws. This is what we're going for. Um, uh, this is the best running gag ever <laughs> on day one. <laughs> 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 right, okay. So, uh, we're going to look at these. Uh, what do all vampires have in common? So, the things that we've heard Teeth. Are... <laughs> do skeletons have teeth?
4: But they're not yeah. vampires, are they? I guess that's true. Yeah, cause... I that's true. Well, how... okay, my Was I right? Is, Did I just a... ruin the whole article? Next well, one, let's go
3: a skeleton... <laughs> a skeleton can't be a vampire because they can't drink, like no tongue No, yeah, like, but they're like, like They're not vampires,
4: they're death rattle.
3: Yeah, so I'm just saying, like, they can't be you can't have a skeleton vampire just, just yeah. you know, biologically it doesn't work
4: Well,
1: I mean, you could have the skeleton of a vampire but not yeah,
4: it's... So Nagash isn't a vampire, is he? No. I thought vampires turned into Ugh. dust. What? There's no
3: skeleton. Off to
4: Only on Tuesdays, Nathan. Uh, no. Uh,
3: glitter. It's mundi- glitter. glitter.
4: They're glitter. really
3: bad for the environment. Like, you kill them and they just go poof. And then you're like, oh, it's going to be all over me for weeks now. I'm going to mm-hmm. be finding this forever. It's their final act is to just make you hate your life because you're at home being like, how is there still dead vampire on me? Yeah, but
1: that's more like Zuma Vampires. Oh, no, I think that's Millennial Vampires, isn't it? it, de- it de- Nathan, mm. it depends which generation you are. Zuma Vampires, I think they just... I don't even know what Zuma Vampires do. They just wear jogging bottoms and insult us for using emojis, I think is the general consensus at the moment. But that's more... I like that
3: we've now got Rave Vampires and Zuma Vampires as well. And, and Boomer Vampires who just bought up all of the... the um, Properties in the area and, and ruined the market. <laughs> uh, they're, they're the most insidious kind because they were like, I will drain you dry. And you're like, Of blood? And they're like, No, of options. <laughs> right. Parry <laughs> <laughs> Gallister, I'm pretty
1: sure Rob knows quite a bit about Zuma glitter vamps. That's rude. <laughs> uh, right. <So laughs> right. If there's one thing you really ought to know about these vampires, is that they're pretty much all exceptionally strong wizards. Okay. Let's just serious for a moment. Just fucking rein it in boys. Right. This hey. is new this is new <laughs> Legions of Nagash. So Legions of Nagash is being discontinued. We saw a Warhammer community post, not post, sorry, um uh, social media guy respond today. Legion of Nagash is being discontinued and the Gravelords is the new Legions of Nagash battle tone basically. So it's got some new vamps in, but Nagash is in it, Arkans in it, all those other ones are in it. Probably no ghosts, but it's basically New Legions and the Gash, right? So, all that stuff. I don't know if they're going to put the. I know Corpse Cart is in it, but I, I'm really hoping they put um, uh, two of the coolest models in the co- Coven Throne and. What's the other one? What's the other one it built? Um...
3: The Coven Throne and the. Well, I don't know. Whatevery thingy.
1: Bitch, babe. No. <laughs> no. Uh, Mortis Engine. Thank you. Mortis Engine. Mortis yeah. Engine. I don't know if they're in it yet, but I hope that there would be. Um, no, no. Uh, 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 so yeah, Mortis Engine. I'm hoping it's that. So like, uh, basically, all the non osiarchs and non-Night Haunt stuff should be in this in this battle tome, along with some new vampires, basically, until Grave Lord's book two in six to eighteen months. I have a five pound Which bet on true? it being before 18 months I which know.
4: will just be the obr and night models that already exist added in with two new heroes
1: <laughs> <laughs> we can dare to dream james we can then, dare to dream
4: and then the next month there'll be two giant hero models that everyone wants so like nagash 2 and 3 Nagash Gash Two, the Nagash Two. And three. Nagash two. Yeah. They, don't even,
3: they don't even—they don't even give him a name, though. Like, it's not like uh, you know, Morathi the Oracle and Marathi the what, the Avatar or whatever the hell they call her. It'll be like Nagash Two, and they're no, like, no. "What is he?" He's separate models,
4: separate models. So Nagash like gets the book and another book and spawns himself. So you get Nagash One, Two, and Three, and if you take them all, it's one thousand eight hundred points of your army. So you get enough for like I don't know, twenty zombies, three Nagash. <laughs> it's going to be the first battalion back <laughs> I'm telling you right now The Trigash Oh yeah, that doesn't okay. sound right. Tri-gash. right Let me
1: read this Most of the vampire's dynasties can ultimately trace their lineage back to Nagash So naturally or Nagash 1 sorry So naturally or is that unnaturally Their focus is on the dark art of necromancy When you're an immortal being suffused with the potent death magic, learning to summon the dead is an appropriate hobby to take up, especially if you want to grow your undead horde. Soulblight Gravelords earn their name by raising massive armies of the dead to fight alongside them. Okay, that sounds, that's fine. Uh, Right, so they've got the endless legion rules. Across the realms, charnel pits and mass graves blight the land. The Gravelords wield the corpses within as a weapon. Returning them to unlife to serve their will. I'm quite proud of that. Um, at the end of your battle shock phase, which we don't know if that is now the first or the last thing that happens in a turn, because James has really <coughs> fucked it up for us. Sorry. But at the end of your battle shock phase, count the number of enemy units that were destroyed during that turn, and roll a die. So number of enemy units that were destroyed, adding the number of destroyed enemy units to the roll. Oh. Oof. So this is the first time we're reading the Gravelord stuff, uh, boys and girls. This is exciting. This is exciting because this is where we really get to look at the language used and work out if it's the bin or the sin guy. I'd like you to know adding the number of destroyed enemy units to the role is a, is a very bin sort of... I've already read a lot without really understanding what the fuck I need to do. So Yeah,
3: I was just I was like, I am several sentences in and I have no idea what the fuck is happening.
1: Yeah, so You yeah.
4: basically do the corn thing where you add up how many blood ties you get then you roll a dice, and if it's a five plus, this happens.
1: Uh, yeah, on a five plus, you can pick one friendly Soulblight Gravelord's Summonable Deadwalkers unit or Soulblight Gravelord's Summonable Deathrattle unit in your army that has been destroyed. If you, do, if you do so, a new replacement unit with half the number of models in that unit that was destroyed, rounding up, is added to your army. Set, that unit, that, set up that unit wholly within 12 inches of the gravesite, and more than nine inches from all enemy models so it still revolves around using grave sites Uh, obviously you're going to want to max a unit out here so you want to go to upgrade a unit from 20 to maybe 60 models to get the most value out of that which could be a little bit problematic um, if you can't upgrade all of those units Uh, on a five plus you can pick one friendly sold by uh wait um that were destroyed during that turn roll dice, adding the number destroyed enemy units to the roll. So no, it's not just a five plus. So at the end of, back of the backshot phase, count the number yeah, of any, so you do enemy units.
4: Yeah, yeah. So it's everything that's dead on the battlefield, right? Because it's not just, en- is it every enemy? Oh, it's, only it's units. Enemy. Yeah, um, only it's enemy, enemy units.
2: So you've got to hope that you're fighting against like 10 Goblet Paloozas. Because yeah. you probably <laughs> kill three or f- but, 15 dudes or something. You want to fight they, MSU, don't you? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Kill those, but then you've got to have lost one of your units
2: for you to want to use this anyway.
1: Can yes, I so yeah, can... end of, end of the battle? Shot phase. Count the number of enemy units that were destroyed during that turn, mm-hmm. and roll a dice. Adding the number of destroyed units to the roll on a five plus, you can pick one <laughs> friendly soldier that was destroyed. So yeah. you already have to have lost a unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you need then, to have killed opponent units. Then I yeah, need to that's... kill some opponent units, and then it could be on a two up.
4: Mm. You got to kill a lot, though. Yeah. It depends how punchy the book is, right? If the book's super punchy and it punches through things super fast, you're never going to need this because you're probably not going to lose a unit.
1: Okay. If can the I...
4: book's not punchy, it's probably not going to kill things fast enough.
3: So it's, uh, to make it better than a so. In the interest of being watertight, can yeah. I please... It's, it's, me, it
1: is it, it makes sense There's it nothing... does but
3: let me rephrase this really simply in a way that wouldn't have had four admittedly not the brightest human beings on the planet but we are pretty so wow. that's okay um they took the four of us a little while to actually put this together instead of going like at the end of the battle shock phrase count the number of units do this blah blah roll the dice then that happens you just go at the end of the battle shock phase, roll a dice on a five plus. You may return a unit to the battlefield. You may add one to the dice roll for each enemy unit destroyed in this player turn. But done,
1: it's, yeah. But, it's, yeah, it's, did... it's, but it, is it, it's quite a nice timing, right? Is at the end of the battle shock phase because count, um... yeah, you
2: know, it's exactly like the gets returning dudes to yeah. the battle. Mm. I, it's I like... like the
3: mechanic is like like, what triggers it is different, so... I like the mechanic, I like the rule, I'm just saying, who the fuck wrote this, because they made it more convoluted than it needed to be. I it's like Jeff someone
4: has like, something to say on this, doesn't it?
3: They had a word count, and they were like, I'm going to get to the word count, so help me God.
1: It doesn't happen on both turns, people are saying, because it's at the end of your shock phase, so yeah. it's only going to happen in your turn, every yeah, turn yeah, in yeah, your
4: phase. But if I... So if I go first... And I annihilate a unit because zombies and skeletons are going to be summonable, right? So let's yeah. say you've got eight zombies and I charge them and I kill them all. So you 80. lose. I well, yeah, okay. What you... Yeah, 80. There was two and they merged together. Okay, have zombies. okay. So I kill all your zombies, all 80 of them. And then it's your turn. You get to play that whole turn, don't you? To basically set up to then at the end of the turn, hopefully roll a five up and get some back okay yeah like I mean
1: number one, let's talk about this. it's free, so yep. the the battle trait for the army is already free, so basically you can return some slain models for free. that's good. I'm just gonna say that that's straight away that's good. Because if grave work similar and um yes, yeah, it's good, I'm um, thumb I think actually as like I think it's I think it's good. Right, mm-hmm. so next up uh, is the Deathless Minions rule. Roll a dice each time you allocate a wound or a mortal wound to a friendly Soulblight like Gravelords unit holding than 12 inches of a friendly uh, Gravelords hero or gravesite on a 6-plus mortal wound. So it's just what it ever was. 6-up DPR, army-wide if they're near a hero. The hero themselves, obviously, you're going to have it. And of course, uh, you're going to be able to use it on uh, units and near the gravesites, which is kind of nice as well. Um, Holy
3: within, I like that too, rather than, you know, no conga lines or anything like that. It's good.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Uh, shelf-loathing makes a good point there. It Basically, you ignore the whole oh. thing. It's basically... Uh, oh, what's up, James? Are you okay?
4: I just realised it says... Notice the mention of gravesites there. At the beginning of battle, you get two gravesites, not four or six or whatever it used to be. Where does it say that? Or oh. Underneath deathless minions.
1: Notice the mention of gravesites there. At the beginning of battles. you can designate two spots on, Oh. Sugar. <laughs> sugar. That's, that's half as good.
3: Um, but, but then if, Nathan it, only it, has
1: one loon shrine. That is true. So. It, it might
3: be half as good. However, like as someone's pointed out, uh, they never used to give you that uh, DPR save, so you've got less, but they're more effective. I I don't hate that. I also I used to find it really frustrating that it was like they had multiple grave sites all over the board. This means you you can't just throw them down and be like, sure, I got tons. I've got options. You actually have to think about it and be a bit tactical um unlike silver Net players that used to just cover the board in woods so that they didn't have to think tactically and then you Very had tactical. one who'd show up with like three trees and was like i don't need that many because i know where i'm going to put them and that's all i need i'd be like this guy knows what he's about
1: <laughs> uh thanks to frog lane studio for raiding us with nine people get in lads Ooh. um who have a great raiding uh phrase by the way which is cry havoc let slip the frogs of war i'm super <laughs> into that like that's, that's great yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, does a gravesite count all over the place does a gravesite count as faction terrain I know a fox that might be able to cause some havoc I don't think they do Uh, which is um, uh, and then Tristan says annoying as I made my own gravesites and now I have two extra I think that that's super fair Uh, um, Tony says it's fairer deathless minions but harder to get working okay I agree with you the deathless minions is a bit fairer um, uh, and you, having to be wholly within twelve inches of a, a Grave Light Grave hero is actually pretty tough. For if that's their battle trait, if both of those two things, Endless Legions and Deathless Minions, are the only battle traits. Oh no, they've got Locus of Sheesh as well. So let's read this. As if that, as if all that magical might wasn't enough. Wow. Uh, Swordlike Wizards can double cast spells if luck is on the side. Oh, they, they, they've still got this. This is nice. Mm. Uh, oh, so it just leads into gash. Like, we're just reading Legions of the Gash again. That's fun. I hope they don't have the Commander Billy. Fucking let's go. Like, it'd be so good if they don't have the Commander Billy. Mm, 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 mm. Can't wait to see <laughs> Detroit try and play Warhammer with this. All right. If the unmodified casting role for a friendly soul-black like Gravelords wizard attempting to cast a spell from the Law of Death Mages or the Law of Vampires is a 9+. plus, <gasps> There's a Law of Vampires. Hype for that. That'll be cool. Like, resanguination or, like... Um, I don't know what 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 do you want for a spell lord vampire
4: I want to suck your blood. That's what I want in
1: there. As the in the sun. Nice, nice. That's good. I'm um, a bat
4: now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just, no, I'm Batman. Has to be one of them. <laughs> he just goes. Like... I I am bat.
3: Person. Oh, yeah. there, has there always yeah. been?
1: Hold on, has there always been a law of vampires? And I just got that super wrong. And yeah, there apparently. was law of vampires in Legion of the Gash. Thanks very much. Never yeah. mind. Apologies. Okay, it was amethyst and pinions from vampires. Nice. Okay. Uh, but basically, if you cast it on a nine, the spell is not unbound. And after the effects um, uh, of that spell have been resolved, you can immediately resolve the effects of that spell. Well, hold on one. For a second time. Um, oh, wait, if you cast it on a nine and it's not unbound, it basically goes off
4: twice. However, you're having a great time then.
3: You know what the difference here is, though? Mm-hmm. Is that they've said nine plus. It used to have to be a natural roll. Like, oh, you, you had to oh, roll a nine or higher. Now Nagash is just like, I have six spells, but it's actually 12!
4: <timer>. Unless he doesn't have any pluses to cast in the new rules. Unless, yeah.
1: yeah, that's true. Or if there's some sort of problem, if maybe there's, like, like miscasts or something are back. Who knows? That could be or, a thing.
4: Or, or like, all they really cleverly, in the core rules, say... Anything that says it has to be on a dice roll of mm. something plus. Oh wait, no, so James. Only. It says
1: sorry, James. It says the unmodified at the start. I know it says it no plus. Thanks everyone in the chat. Yeah, it does say unmodified. It, unmodified. Yep, it does. I read that and I was
4: like, ah, all calm down. Yep. It's
3: all calm down. I'm going to blame the. Uh, I'm going to blame the frontal lobotomy. That's what I'm, did it.
4: I'm going to blame Dan. Okay, that's fair. super fair. Fair. No. I'm, um, I'm,
3: see, that's I'm, a really I'm, good.
1: That's a really good. Uh, if that's their three battle traits. Like they're not great, um, but they're and they're kind of copy and pasted from the last one. So, and people and it was one of the most popular factions of all time. This is the point I want to make. Like this is important. Legions and Nagash previously had no new models, yeah. But when it came out with the Soul Wars, well, it didn't come out. Nighthawk came out, but it was an army that had a twelve percent representation in the meta, yeah. When we went to tournaments. Now, if they lose the command ability to return whole slain units back and it's replaced with this other one that's not quite as good, I think you people are going to say to me that Rob people only took that army because they could return entire 300 to 400-point units every turn. And I'm going to say, how dare you, sir? Those people were narratively driven players who thought that that was a fun rule that was great to play with. That's what I'll say. And I don't want to hear your shit, is what I'm going to say.
3: Yeah, I think they're just going to be excited to be bringing units back. It wasn't that it was guaranteed or really broken or highly competitive. It was just that they really liked seeing things come back from the dead. I agree with you they they're, they're still going to show up. They're they didn't sell up. those armies. They're not suddenly putting all those armies up on eBay or on the buy swap sell sites. Uh, in fact, if anyone does see an army put up on eBay or buy swap sell, just comment on it. Narrative gamer. Yeah. Just really hard.
4: <laughs> right. I got some really nice new artwork though.
1: Um, uh, they amazing artwork. Ark's always great in this game, isn't it? Uh, all in all, the Soulblight Grave Lords make up a resilient army that will frustrate your opponent. Let's find out how the various legions and dices mix up the formula. Yeah, okay,
4: it... is that yeah. re- I I feel like when you're trying to sell a a game, being like, "Want to piss off your friends?" This is the army for you. Well, probably not a great tagline. That's, a, that's not a great pitch, is it? Like, <laughs> hate your friends. By the grave Lords
1: <laughs> 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 uh, right, so Legion of night, okay, so last time it didn't really feel like there was much flavor other than like the different the different um uh like morg morgas no, that's not the right word so thank you the Mortarks, the different Mortarks they were responsible for uh their different legions, so hopefully we add a lot of flavor to these. I think it would be really fun to see these spread out over time um. Uh, so, the the Legion of Night, or the Trap Layers. Manfred von Karstein's endless pursuit of powers made his vampiric vassals ambitious and arrogant. The Legion of Night prefer to use hordes of the undead to slow the enemy down and act as bait, while powerful vampires sweep into claim glory once they sense an easy kill. They're, the sneakiest, uh, they're the sneakiest of the five bloodlines. Manfred in his dread abyssal, Ashigaroth even have a nasty habit of leaping out of combat only to reappear somewhere else entirely Oh! So any fans of original um, Grand Alliance Death will know of a cool artifact called The of Mist and Shadows I hated um, that artifact It's a great artifact uh, and so it artifact. seems like uh, he that might be an ability that is core put on um, uh, onto that fella. Uh, Nathan, do you remember what it does? Uh, the start of the combat
2: phase, you can teleport somewhere like twelve inches away or something, yeah, 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 or, yeah, yeah, there were I think there was a constriction on the teleport, but I'm, I can't remember what it was, but yeah, you mm-hmm. can bounce around,
1: yeah, so basically if you charge him, he'll just run away, basically, I think will be the the so cloakker Mr charging him, which I think was good, it was used at the weekend in Australia by Armand Sam Morgan. Um, and I think there was also another mixed death army there as well. Thanks to Leadfoot for resubscribing, and thanks for everyone for tuning in and subscribing uh, to the show.
3: I also just wanted to throw a shout out to Leadfoot for uh, for being concerned about the state of my frontal lobe, uh, and but not letting it get in the way of taking a quick shot at me because that's exactly <laughs> what the best people do. Is they're like, is he down? We should check that he's okay, but also just put the boot in a little bit as well, just to make sure that he's still alive. That's how you check for life. You just mm, kick. So love you, Leadfoot. Thank you very much.
1: Can we go back for a moment and just be, like, super hype about the artwork on this article, though? Yeah. I'm
3: literally staring at Neferata and just wondering if she's on Hinge.
4: All all <laughs> the new, like, 3.0 artwork seems like baller. All of
1: it. So good, man. So good. Like, the, the front art. When we get to talking about Age Sigma 3 in a minute, like, this artwork is just... Mm. I feel like... I feel they, like there's didn't, been they, a, didn't I used to date that girl? Change. Huh? <laughs> it's... So God James, what are you saying?
4: I said I feel like there's been a change in like art direction because recently we've had loads of stuff that was like more computer based, and now it's all back to sketchy, right?
1: Yeah, John was talking about it. He said that he yeah. thinks a lot of it might mm. have even been done by hand, like um, uh, like uh, with like uh, I don't know what. he would... John, John probably come on the show and talk better as an artist. Uh, but yeah, no, I agree. I think it looks, I look, think it looks phenomenal. Like, time and time again, I think the art in Warhammer really pushes it. I think that's what, like, is super evocative in sometimes for all of us. Yeah, it's really good. Um, uh, this is helping me get through lying sick in bed with food poison. Oh, Leadfoot! I'm so sorry! Uh, so I also understand the pain. I hope you're well. And he also dabbed aggressively. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Leadfoot! Appreciate that! Uh, right, Nathara is the mortek of blood. She thinks of herself as the queen of all vampires and maintains an incredibly complex network of spies. While Nephra prefers political manipulation to threats of outright violence, her legion of blood is no stranger to warfare. When they do sally forth from their stronghold in Nulamia, the death rattles uh, legion. Could we just take a moment to just say, like, how much um, Limp Biscuit really did for uh, all writers in the future? <laughs> you just put new NU in front of everything and you can just re- <laughs> rename stuff. Like, Limbiscuit yeah. don't get enough credit for that, right? Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's odd that we don't see as much of their second album, New Hybrid Theory, uh, but <laughs> it's, you know, they really did quite well. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, if you want to
1: showcase the Dark Majesty of Death and Legion of Blood are exemplars. Oh, it doesn't tell you anything about the rules. Um,
3: can I... Oh wait, hold just... on, no, it does
1: say, sorry, oh. when they do sally forth from their stronghold, add the fact that the Legion of Blood can take Black Knights as battle line units and have a reliable core of skeletal warriors around which to build your army. So if Black Knights are good, you can have them as battle line, which is cool, and if they're not, then... then whoop, whoop. Uh, uh, right. I, so then... I, I have a quick oh.
3: question for, for you beautiful boys in the chat. It does say that she's the Mortark of Blood, and she thinks of herself as the queen of all vampires. So this is a two-parter. One... Is she not? Like is like she only thinks of herself that way. Yeah, Nagash is the, the queen. One... Yeah, yeah, that was my next question. Who is the queen? If it's not Nagashi. her, is there someone else who's like, hey, it's me? And it's like, oh, okay, Jessica, you get to be the queen now. Um or I mean Nagash does have a bigger hat than her. I think I think every woman and
1: every vampire is a queen. I think that's one of the things we should all remember. And text our like loved ones more, probably. That's always nice, isn't it? Um like, that's why I, I text see, you, lately. Um... <laughs> Uh Just a little shout out from Intern Matt. Big love to him. They hired a new artist, Thomas Elliott. He's done a load of new Battle Tome covers recently um, The He Knights of Ash, The Daughters of Cain, and this, and the new rule book cover. Uh, so I don't know if Thomas Elliott will have a Twitter, but if he does, we should go and like bomb him with, like, you've done a great work. So, um, yeah, I mean, this. <laughs> the, what?
2: A, a great work.
1: Oh, he's done great. No, he's done great works. Many yeah. great works. Yeah. Um, I was,
2: you was going to ask which one it was, but now no, you've said there might be more than one. That's great. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Good. Go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, so uh, the Castelli Dynasty, the Knightly Orders. The Castelli are the most warlike and martial minded of the Vampiric Dynasties. These vampires reside in the Crimson Keep, a magical castle that has tendency to translocate from place to place. The Folding Fortress. They have a strong preference for mounted warriors, all the better for catching up to the fortress when they get left behind. The real question is in the Mortal Realms who catches who? Does the fortress land on the fox, or does the fox never get caught by the fortress?
2: Uh, That's a great question. I'll bet the fox can just turn the fortress off, Connie.
1: He can turn it off. Turn it right off is what he could do. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, because they can blow up, can't they blow up terrain on 2 Plus?
2: Yeah. After they've moved in your shooting phase next to your
1: piece of terrain. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's important, isn't it, that? Uh,
1: yeah, who catches whom? Grammar alert. Thank you, dude, our day. Appreciate you. Whom catches whom in the Fortress versus Fox conversation? Uh, the Lord of the Crimson Keep is Prince Vordry, the Fist of Nagash. This mighty vampire leads his knights to war from the front, or more accurately, from above on his zombie dragon. The well drilled Castellai cavalry values feats of skill and strength in combat, and they become even stronger as the blood begins to flow. So, I assume blood knights will be battle line in this particular sub faction, right?
4: Oh, didn't they used to be Neferatas, lads?
2: Yeah, she. you just said earlier that blood knights were Neferatas. No, no, sorry,
1: black knights oh, are black battle knights. in Neferatas. Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, oh so yeah. she's been downgraded or uh, side graded. Side graded.
1: Problem. Well, I mean, what's what's better, the Blood Knights or the, the the Black Knights?
2: Depends on the new War Scrolls.
4: Depends on the new kit prettiness. Yeah. Is it? Okay. Um, yeah, we're narrative channel. That's don't be, true. Uh, don't be, don't n- be talking about battle <clears throat> War Scroll rubbish. It doesn't matter. <laughs> 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 how you. how do I earn them in the campaign mode? That's what I want to know
1: oh my god we haven't talked about that yet right so then the avangori dynasty the nightmare brood okay so uh, the avangori are gruesome horrors that have willingly abandoned the pretense of humanity and style uh, making their homes in underground lairs in the realm of beasts they seek out the largest most worthy brutes in Gur to feed on ultimately their armies are little more than rampaging packs of monstrous undead creatures not only cool. are the Avangori twisted in body, but their minds also become increasingly deranged over time. Other bloodlines see them as debased, but they know they're just a hair's breadth away from becoming just like them. Ooh. If you like armies full of massive fiends, like the incredible Luca Vi, we recently revealed at Warhammer Fest, you, can go, you can't go wrong with the Avangori. They're even able to take Terror and Zombie Dragons as battle line units. Feel free to imagine the look on your opponent's face as you don't activate twice with plus three attacks with re-rolls to hit on the jaw attack. I'll be fine. I will yeah. smile <laughs> like a child is what
3: look I'll do. Look on my face as well as I'm like, oh, no ethereal amulet. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. That's, Take 12. We've got the, this. That's the um, sub-faction led by the rob though, right? The what? By the... By the rub. No, it's, you're the only one who thinks that.
1: That's a, that never stuck. It was a joke that didn't <laughs> stick. Stop not trying to make it work. It's not happening. Yeah, I, a, I love that on.
3: she's the queen of Zoom meetings because from the waist up looks very professional. Yeah, waist down naked and not great, uh, which is pre- can pretty much describe a lot of me. Uh, but I I just I enjoy that because the amount of Zoom meetings I've been on through COVID, where I'm just pretty much pantsless. Uh, but I, everything up here is looking good. That's her. I can imagine people show up to her castle and they're like, excuse me, madam, could we do a quick interview? And she's like, absolutely, yes. They're like, maybe we do it outside. She's like, maybe we do it at this table. Uh, and, uh, and so <laughs> I, I dig that for her. I like that she's uh, a party down below and professional up top. She's, she is a mullet. She is a, the Age of Sigma mullet.
2: <laughs> Fucking owl. Yeah. Lyrical wow. gangster, you're. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so next up, the Vyrokos Dynasty. So this is going to be a bunch of terror geists. Uh, do you know what I've always found with all monster armies? They're super good for holding objectives. Really positive. Uh, virus, the Vyrokos Dynasty, the wolf pack, um, is the unusual best dynasty. Best faction. The unusual dynasty has developed a distinct culture. The legends say their soul-like curse cannot be traced back to the gash. Oh, but rather to a god beast. This is fucking cool. Which would explain the strange nature of the affliction of their connection to totemic spirit animals. Chief among them is the aspect of the wolf. This connection manifests in the lupine features that can be found on the warriors and their ability to command packs of direwolves. Can we just take a moment right now to say, did anyone ever, like, ever... I know the same guy that asked for this is also the guy that asked all the questions for the FAQs. But who out there was like, these direwolves, they need upgrading? Anyone.
4: Was anyone... The kit, it, you mean? Yeah, they look fine. Die yeah, look they fine. fine. I'm not sure they look, I don't think they look, this is such bad English, I don't think they look better enough to make people replace them. Like, I think if you don't own any, you'd be like, cool, I'll buy those now. But I don't yeah. think you'd replace the ones you already
1: had. Uh, Nate yeah, no, I'm with you. Nathan. what are your thoughts on the the Die Wolf? Uh, the, I mean, it's hot gossip on the internet at the moment, so I just thought I wanted you to All weigh right. in on this weighty issue.
2: Yeah, I thought they looked alright before. I mean, they look very nice now, if you like the dead dog sort of look. Yeah. That's great.
1: Okay. Uh Warhammer Nerd doesn't agree with any of us. He says, What the fuck are you smoking? They are swamp donkeys. Which is a
3: strong take on the old direwolves so, Strong, strong, in my opinion, appropriate words. Uh I think there's a reason so many people use the um what was it? Uh, the Space Wolf ones, whatever they were called. Fenrisian um, Wolves. Fenrisian Wolves. There's a reason that most of the time that's what people used instead, because they looked a lot I, better.
1: I don't I think did. I've ever seen anyone use them. I think they look... They, okay, so the new ones I think maybe look better, but like you could have designed like, you know, like a like a um, like a horror, like a crypt horror level werewolf heavy infantry mm. Kurnoth Hunter unit, right? Mm. Instead, with your time... Just thinking, like, okay. Well, everyone seems to think that they were bad. So, fine. Swankies. Swamp donkeys. Swankies. Um, The matriarch of the bloodline, Bella Dama Volga, really hope she's not good, so I never have to say that again, makes no effort to suppress her animal core. Her lupine legs proudly on display. Rumour has it that her hulking mount, Rothabag, was once one of the matriarch's ill-fated suitors. What?
5: Wow.
3: Sexy.
1: That's This is...
3: You know what? I looking at the photo of her. What's
1: going on at Games Workshop? The furry is in the lumineth, and now this. this is, <laughs> but but, but this a the
3: thing is, looking at her, I think she's missed an opportunity. And I'm not saying that she needs to shave for aesthetics. I'm saying that looking at the picture, she's got these big hairy wolf legs. Can you imagine how disturbing that would be to her opponents if they were perfectly shaved? And yeah, hails? but also
4: look at her ex <laughs> ex boyfriend. He's probably into it. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying. Like they want to terrify, right? They're Jane, the undead. Do you kink shame people on this channel? Honestly, I... if
1: if one of my ex girlfriends was like making you into a wolf, I'd be like, Do you know what? Better than listening to you. <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh, oh. sit. And will move <laughs> <laughs> that's. That's
3: going to be, a, a, you know what? It means that every command ability works on them as well. Because it'll just, as long as you've got the right phrasing and the right hand with it, it'll be like, ah, ah, stay. And they're like, yeah, okay. And they're like, no, oh, oh, uh, uh, uh. you're like, oh, damn it. Somebody throws like some little liver treats and they run off in the other direction. Be great, great
1: model, though. Great model. Great design. Love it. The Matrix of the Bloodline, we've talked about that. Um, uh, on the tabletop, the variety of Vicross heroes, including Radical the Beast, and all count as generals if it's taken from a Vicross army. That makes them a great option for players who like strong support from leaders and wizards, unless they lose the keyword and they get denationalized again, yeah. um, which could happen. Uh, check back all week for blah blah, 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 blah. Okay. All right. So, I mean, the art's awesome. I'm just going to mm-hmm. throw that out there. Um, so I'm super into that. What else do you guys take away from this, uh, Nathan? What have you taken out from this? <laughs> yeah, I mean the story sounds fun. Yeah, you
2: could have you could have a field day. <laughs> 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 <Okay>. uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, they yeah they look and the models all look great. Even the one that people don't like, oh, I think they look cool. So yeah, you like it. Yeah. It's like a big centaur thing. Centaurs are the thing at the moment, obviously, for some reason. So yeah.
1: Okay, James, what do you think about this uh, preview so far? Uh
4: the art is the best we've seen in a long time. Okay. Um and I and I think like I think I think this is a really weird one because I think lots of people were super pumped about having like hundred percent vampire book. And what we're actually getting is Grand Alliance Death Book Three, pretty much, um, and I think that all split people. But uh, you know, like, hopefully it will be super good. Be nice to see some like Death Armies looking like Death Armies again, instead of two dragons and like fifteen direwolves. Yep. Okay. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, right. I and mean, Dan, it's. Release, I would sorry. say,
2: sorry, I'll go back to me again. I think it's a probably a bit like the Gitz release. In that they just, you got loads of models, new models for stuff. And then they refreshed some of the War Scrolls. But a lot of it was stuff that they just updated and brought on from before. Mm. And just had a look at allegiance abilities and stuff like that. So I, would, I think it's a similar sort of vein to that. Yeah, I can't I, imagine. I, I, I guess some of the death players might be a little bit miffed that they don't get like a whole, like, Full sea change, but it sounds like they're getting enough new stuff that's going to be different anyway. With the wolves and the monsters and the cent the centaur.
1: Yeah, but like, what have they like? What have is... they really? What have they really had? Like, rule of war Wargamer says, yeah, I wanted a pure vampire personally. But like, so we had new skeleton warriors. That's fine. They need new skeleton warriors. That's fine. New zombies. Yeah. Okay, that's that's cool too. I guess yeah. like just updating those kits. But then it's like it's a cast of characters which. I guess like it would be a cast of characters that you summon, and like it, all the vamps are fairly important. But the vamps, like the characters, will leave, they're all named characters as well, right? Apart from the one named mm. character, Radikar's named the the Hoof Lady's named, well, so they're all named characters. So you. What thinking... about
2: the other vampires? Aren't they not named? Like the ones with the red hair, with all the bats. Oh yeah, that the... might be a
1: non named one. Yeah, you're right. And uh, there's I... a
3: there's an unnamed one with the the centaur vampire as well. There's a, uh, it's a multi-kit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, There's a yeah.
1: non-named big character. Yeah, I agree. Like, um, I just... Like, it would have been nice to have seen another kit that was, like, something they haven't done before for, like, the troops or something. Like, mm. you know, like I said, like a big hulking skeleton or, like, uh, you know, like, you know, some heavy infantry sort of stuff. I know they've got the, the heavy cavalry and the blood knights, and they look great, of course. Oh. Um, But maybe we haven't seen everything yet. And, of course, this is only going to be wave one of... of two to three waves
3: yeah i'm um, honestly i i really like it uh i know that where we've teased a little bit i think the the background looks awesome the art spectacular and love them or hate them personally i think that like a setting my personal opinions aside, the models are spectacular. I don't necessarily love the the Centaur Bat Lady, but looking at that model and looking at the multi kit, the design for me, I'm like, oh, I I dig on that. Like it's it's got some cool vibes going on. It's really well done. Um, and the big thing for me is, that as someone who who was building Legion and Agash a little while ago, they were kind of flavorless. Like I never felt like they had their own really unique character and just like looking at that i i feel like there's some more to it i'm it's not perfect don't get me wrong nothing ever will be but i suddenly find myself really excited to to get into the lore of this book and see what armies you can build from it rather than what it used to just be which was pretty much take the best stuff vanilla um and there was it was like nagash does stuff and these other guys do stuff for him as well end story this I mean, is i like exciting. some
1: factions i like sub factions that change what your battle line units are i think that's always cool like you just can mean you just got more of some stuff which i think is great because if you love that stuff you're like oh, fuck it, i'm doing this stuff let's go like it's really exciting and so yeah and i really hope the sub-faction abilities that we haven't seen yet really do add that flavor that you're talking about, Dan. Because I think if anything, like, they've ad- they've done some, well, I mean, community, community articles, anything to go by. They've made some real effort with the, uh, although I actually, have they? Like, I don't get it. Manfred is, uh, like, not sneaky, uh, but kind of sneaky. Yeah, he's the sneakiest. But then Neferat has got loads of spies and is is super sneaky. Like, uh, and then Vordra, Vordra's, go on, James.
4: Didn't highlight Arkan. No, well,
1: he's in the OBR Bone Reapers.
4: Yeah. yeah. He's what, Reaper. so he's just he's just done one. Like, wasn't he the best Necromancer and Nagash's right hand man? Which
1: that's is why, why, yeah, like... that's why in, yeah, that's why they're in. That's why they're over there. basically. Yeah, because basically the the Grave Lords now or legions of Nagash, but Grave Lords is like just some like death dudes who found some like they just raise up stuff. Like even they've said this, the the Wolf ones weren't even didn't even directly come from Nagash, right? Yeah. Like, whereas the Bone Reapers are, like, Nagash's army. He's, like, building them lads. from the ground up. Best lads. Like, he loves them. He's, like... Better, not...
4: be- better than Terror Ghosts. So better than Terror Ghosts, yeah. Little, oh, just, yeah.
3: just reading it, it seems like a slight retcon for Legion of Night, which I like as well, in that they... Because if you read it, they're not really saying that he's sneaky. It, they're more saying that he's, like, Cunning. to to, like in that he's using bait and and sacrificing pawns and things like that where so i like it i like that neferata's got the spies and she's kind of sneaky whereas he's more of like brutal like this is what i want self-serving arrogant and and you know like some kind of russian commander who's like yeah yeah send in more plebs and they're like ah sir they're we're running low on plebs he's like send them all in don't worry i've got this once they've hit their kill bot limit then we'll go in and finish them off
1: <laughs> uh, i think uh, someone uh jog PLC's made a good point here night haunt should be out of the book i agree with that massively mm-hmm. uh Archon should be out of the book and the gas should be allowed in all death armies like Archeon. i i think yep. i agree with that as well although i think the one i'm mostly interested in is vycroft dynasty the wolf pack i really mm-hmm. like, i love the model and i think it's great and like it's a nice twist like we haven't really had werewolves in the game so it'd be really nice to see that
4: um, and see before that someone shape. jumps
3: in the chat we know that skin wolves exist but they were forge world only and very brief and not very much used
4: also because i learned it today so i'm just going to share it with everyone because i thought it was kind of incredible yeah she looks like she's in a silk dress right yeah did you know that uh genghis khan once gave his army all silk vests because if you shot with an arrow it doesn't break silk so the arrow goes into you with the silk, and you can just pull the arrow out without it breaking. Huh? huh. That's, That's right. I learned yeah. that stand. I was like, "This is insane." So the arrow still goes in you. Yeah, you still get hurt. You can pull the whole thing out without breaking it because the silk doesn't break.
3: Far oh, yeah. out. Nice. That's actually so what really you're saying is about She's my Genghis hands. Khan. Right?
4: Yeah. <laughs> she is, or she was his mom. One yeah. or the other. Yeah. She
3: used or... to work for him. That's Genghis Khan. She's riding right now.
4: <laughs> oh, maybe. Ooh, yeah. good, good
3: lesson. Because I don't think they were ever certain where he was buried. She came along. It was actually just a really bad Tinder date. He went missing because <laughs> uh, they, they was like... he got, got the, the end scar from Milan. And the, yeah, their server came up and was like, hey, are you ready for the bill? And he said yes. And then the s- server looked at them and was like, together or separate? And he obviously... Uh, made the wrong decision there on date one.
1: Yes, I'm moving on, because I don't want to talk about <laughs> silk bow attacks anymore, but, like, all good. Right, okay, so... so
2: did they mention where Radikar was, by the way?
1: Uh, so are you talking about... Did they mention where Radikar is in the story? No. Yeah, with, uh, no, yeah, yeah, no, Radikar's in the the wolf sub-faction. In, the,
2: in with the wolves, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay.
1: they said um, that... On the tabletop, the variety of Vrakos Vi- v- heroes, including Radikar the Beast and Belladama, all count as generals if taken in the Vrakos army. Oh, nice. Um, so yeah, they're all going to be generals, which I think it would be cool. Um, and that makes them a strong option for players who like support from leaves and wizards, which is all fine. The fact that they're all wizards means they're going to cost a little bit more, um, but hopefully they're really fighty and also, like, you'd hope that, like, the vamps are really good. Like, it's not about stacking buffs on the skeleton warriors mm-hmm. for them to do all the damage. It's like, like they said, you know, the the skeletons just kind of pin you in, and then the, the vamps come and do some kicking, uh, which mm. would be good. Uh, and then, obviously, yeah, so there's... This weekend, there's a wave of stuff on release, and then next weekend, there'll be another wave of stuff. Um, so, right, okay, so on to the hot story, finally, um, is... The four things you need to know about the next edition of Warhammer Age of Sigmar. Um, Woo! Okay, so there's a lot going on here. Number one, we had the game announced on Saturday, which is really exciting. <laughs> and we've uh, we've got some Stormcast models to talk about. So uh, I'm going to start off with you, James. James, um, we'll go through. Uh, we'll go through. I'll go find the community article as well, actually. About the announcement Because it was on day six. Uh, How do you feel about the Age of Sigmar three launch? Twitch chat, give me some thoughts and feelings on it as well. James, Uh, you're first.
4: All excited. Okay. Big, big, excited. Much wows to the moon.
1: Okay. Okay. Just
4: going to give you hipster phrases. That's all I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) Just going to make Warhammer cool again with this new box set.
1: Okay. Uh, all right. Good. 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 (laughs) Uh, All right. So Dan, where
3: are you? I am. I'm in a pit of self-loathing, Rob. A pit of self-loathing. Why? Because I am like edition-wise, I'm thrilled. I'm really excited for AOS three. Even if none of the rumors and everything's completely different, I love a big change-up and a shake-up. And my greatest disappointment with the GHB and the FAQ is that it didn't really shake up or change that much. So I'm excited for a change. The self-loathing, which I've started, I've started flagellating myself, um, just to make sure I was in there, is that. I really, really want to do a (gasps) Stormcaster.
4: Should we send you more liberators on None
3: None Liberators? None Liberators. None. And it's it's those the new models that they've put out. And not even the the flappy stabby sanguineous lady. It's the two regular crew that I'm just like oh gosh, that design really gets me and I really want to build it and paint it and play it. And uh, Anyway, so that's why I'm full of self-loathing because I want to do a Stormcast Chamber.
1: Okay, well, no, you're not the only one, if I can put that into context for you. Those Thank guys God. have got me God. hype,
3: yeah? Okay.
1: I think, I tried to t- talk to you about this on the show the other day and I don't want to go into it too much, but I, I'm a little bit uh, unhappy with the angelic, nature of the main character i think is a great sculpt but i really don't want the valkyrie style or angel style aesthetic to be applied to stormcast but that's a me thing that's not an every person thing um but i think the battle line units are cool and actually Thunderhammer, fucking dick kicker i'm super into him oh. like yeah like i'm really really horny for that fella nathan my friend my good friend how do you feel about this launch
2: Oh yeah, obviously super excited that we can play with watertight rules. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the... <laughs> Good, yep. It's going to make a nice, nice change. So um, yeah, looking forward to that. The stormcast look alright. I don't think, yeah, you know, I, I don't think I'll be collecting those guys unless I do, and then I will. But I, I'm not planning on it. I'm hoping to see whatever they're fighting against, and yeah that's yeah excited to see what what they're up against really because it's it sounds like it's destruction it does sound and, like it's destruction. what did you think of the video sneaky destruction uh yeah the video's cool sneaky destruction right up my alley so yeah i want to sneak around and stab some fuckers and nick nick some soldiers out from underneath a campfire and all of that shit so let's do that
3: yeah you know what the best move would be is if the new box comes out and it's Stormcast v. Stormcast. And they're like, training montage, the box set. And all these people have been waiting for destruction or anything else. Just like, what? And they're like, yeah, so it's a great box to buy. Either you get one really big army to start off your new Stormcast collection, or two different people can start off Stormcast armies. Everyone's a winner. Eat a bag of dicks destruction. <laughs> I think it's going to be destruction too, as well. Um, uh, so
1: yeah, like let's kind of fly through it, like uh, because we talked about this on the show the other day. But I want you to know, like I want everyone to know where I, I sit on it. And I think number one, the artwork on the front cover is lush, like truly lush. Really like it. While I'm not into like what the model looks like, I think it just looks a, a great. So is all the other artwork. And again, more on that. Love the map. Love, love the map. Because I've already decided where did I say I'm from. Uh, I'm from Lookaway Point, which is in the uh, the southeast of uh, this realm of Gur. Uh, I'm really excited about being from there. I've picked my homeland. So when I design an army, I'm going to be like, fine, Lookout uh, look Point. It's going to be really cool. Um, so happy with that. Um,
4: <laughs> yeah, because you've got to pick I a place. Also...
1: Where have you picked you from. Where have you Can not I picked, you picked where store you're store? from? So...
3: Talk about the wonderful design in in the map that everything looks like mouths and teeth. Like God, just the art game is so strong at the moment. Like, look at the map and just everything—it's teeth, it's mouths, it's fangs, it's claws. I'm like, uh, that's—I just—I know that it's it's really small, but I kind of geek out on that that minute detail, and I think it's really great for the world and the building and everything.
1: I want people, Dan, I'm with you, and thanks, uh, uh, thanks to who said in the chat there, uh, Real Polygeek, I'm from Elder Rob. Like, I want people to just pick where they're from. You just pick a place. You'd be like, fuck you. I'm hanging out in the Blood Fjords. This is my land now. Yeah? Just tell your story from being, like, I, I think that's cool. If we just pick now, and the next three years, we just row with each other about where's the coolest place, you could just stand for places. Like, uh, James, if you want, you can be from Farthing Veldy. I'm going wherever under- ca- the crab is. You're from the Undercasm Gulch. I can't that. is the crab there? Uh, yeah, I mean, it could be. It's a gulch. I think there that's col- where crabs there. hang out.
3: I'm not a is crabologist. The, is the worm on here? Because I, my favorite place was the worm, the, the 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 city on the back of a worm. Wherever that it was, I don't. Know oh, if I'm it's not sure be where there. that
1: is. I know Nathan's from Lake Horfrost. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? If you ask that, 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 makes, that makes inappropriate jokes really not funny and awkward, actually. <laughs> 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 so, please don't do that to me. Uh, um, oh, yeah. Anyway, so just look at the maps. Um, right. So uh, the model. So let's talk about, uh, okay, well, two things we need to talk about. Number one, the announcement is very exciting. Okay. Very important. Yes. Yes. How do we feel about it being announced from someone's bedroom? And how do we feel it being announced with the wrong word on me? For me personally, 45 out of 10 over the moon about it. Uh,
4: James. Uh, Do you know like the bed? The bedroom doesn't bother me because I think like everyone's probably seen like a zoom meeting, a Skype meeting, a Skype business meeting, whatever they do for whatever living from somewhere that we wouldn't have done it from. two years ago or whatever it is now 19 months ago so that bit doesn't bother me so much um i think the i think as a single like if we just take it as a single aos release it's good like it's exciting that it's come in i'm pumped for the new models i'm pumped for like some rules clarity and some tidying up but i think if you look at it objectively in like the realm of stuff that games workshop have recently released so like ninth edition 40k not so good because i think like the hype for 40k was like big video huge release pump okay. box set and instead what we've seen is uh, a new Im- like a new slightly moving gif an awful Awful graphic realm gate and two models. Three models.
1: Yeah. I like, Warhammer Nerd, not happy that we uh, we're contextualising the entire experience of the release as opposed to only focusing on the positive. Uh I think it's worth noting, uh, because I think actually, uh with the announcement today, um, thanks for the free food chain, you, you use the bread I don't like. It's not like that at all. It's not like that at all, actually. Uh what's actually going on oh. is that forty K got a huge delivery of their game with a video. And actually, this leads on to the conversation that we might be expecting it because they've also launched a website today at the same time. So for context, you set up the bad delivery to talk about that it may have been early and we might be seeing a better delivery in the future, which is Mm. an interesting conversation if you allow the conversation to occur. Dan, how did you feel
3: about it? Like, I'm, I'm okay with how they did it. But for me, every like in, and I actually work in this a lot. So uh, I work for a streaming company at the moment. I have to do a lot of online meetings. And uh, for some of you that might not know, but plug, 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 I wrote a little mini series that's doing the current rounds on the festival circuit. So I had to do a bunch of interviews. Um, and obviously doing this as well, but I wanted a little setup for those interviews. I went on Amazon and I got a, a really nice but small portable camera. I got this foldable green screen I got new uh, uh uh tripods and a ring light and I got the, and a, a nice nicer microphone that I could just pack up and go on a really quick if I needed to do it anywhere right all of that cost me less than 170 dollars Canadian so we're probably looking at about a 100 pounds now I know that covid's hard I know that it's changed everything but for a company that has the money it has and is investing the money on display and on appearance, the way you do something matters. That's why I personally, like for a lot of these, like even Zoom meetings that I have to go to, I take pride in how I present it. Now, if you've invested years and uh, pre- presumably millions of dollars over the course of your, your Age of Sigma in developing this brand and doing this release not giving people like a hundred bucks to throw on Amazon prime to, they don't even need a green screen. Just put a blue screen behind you and don't color key chroma. It just have a flat blue background. For me, that would show value in, in how you're presenting the thing. Now I know that people are going to say that we're picking out the bag and we're doing all of that, but I just genuinely think it doesn't, it doesn't take much money and it doesn't take much effort. It takes very little to take what would have, what was kind of really obvious and like that, it would have been schmick and professional. And instead of us even having to have this conversation, it just wouldn't have been a thing.
1: Well, let's all talk about it. Like, let's all talk about it because it's what I'm in the chat has brought up and it's fair. I'm not trying to provoke a conversation. I just think the reason that it's an interesting conversation and I wanted to ask my co hosts how they feel about it because if they released a new Destruction Faction, Nathan wouldn't care if they did it via a happy toy inside a box of cereal. Yeah? Like he would be. At- over, I think, Nath, you'd be okay no, with that. That sounds perfect. If, I mean, if they're gonna release
2: it in the bedroom, they could come and do that in my bedroom. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think.
5: <laughs> I, yeah. God. I,
2: to, to me, uh, I, I guess I'm not that bothered but then that's because I was there and like Warhammer's my hobby and all of that. So if if that's their target audience is the people that are already in the Warhammers, mm-hmm. then maybe it matters less to them. But then if you're like uh, trying to do a proper professional delivery and you're hoping to maybe uh, hit a few other people that are out and about, maybe some D people and stuff like that get them interested then maybe you would want to do something about the presentation but then i'm not uh, uh well
1: that's that kind of keys into me. the question i wanted to ask next which i think is uh, like because there is a microsite with a countdown on it for 19 days or 18 and a bit days now which i think is actually very very exciting i think what's a shame is I really love the game. Thanks, Lord Wilco, for subscribing. And I think it's a little bit disappointing that that is the best version of it that we got as an announcement. Because I think the model's cool. Because actually, one of the things I've been talking about a lot is I'm pretty frothy to find out about the new faction because of the video. I think that that's a really, really good... um, Mm. Like, I think that's a really, really good thing and an exciting thing, right, for us. Like as a community to be excited about it because they didn't show everything. They just showed us some stormcast and they showed us some slim down stormcast. Anyway, I just think I don't think the delivery I, system was particularly well. It's
3: done. it's and and for people that are pointing out like it's it's about making us feel comfortable uh, with the people we're seeing. They're human. We're seeing their hobby spaces. I completely do get that. But what I'm talking about is marketing. I'm talking about design, marketing, and what you want to execute. Because if the goal was for us to feel like we were engaging with them on a personal level, absolutely use those cameras. But it's at odds with the rest of the presentation. Have it more local. Have them playing the game while they're talking about whatever. You can do it anyway. But when you have these like really nice like i'm i'm watching it now like these edited things with the the flash cuts music character models coming across the screen showing off art it looks so awesome and then you go to a couple of guys in their bedroom well um, I,
1: I think one of the things that kind of upsets me a little bit as well like before we get onto the exciting parts is do you remember the last time we had a countdown timer <laughs> Does anyone remember the countdown timer that we had last Wasn't it
3: it was to stories, wasn't it?
1: I feel like a law keeper at this point of like mm-hmm. the, the the situations. That uh, yes, thank you, Twitch chat. Thank you. Uh if some people remember if you don't remember the last time there was a countdown, I'm not gonna it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. There was it was disappointing though, the end of the countdown, is all I'm mm. gonna say. Uh anyway, right, let's talk about these models. So uh how do you guys feel about the Beast Slayer. Nathan, I know you're quite keen on this.
2: The Beast Slayer?
1: Yeah. Well sorry. Oh, uh, oh on the Yin jester Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. She sounded cool. Uh I like the way that she makes the other Stormcast a bit nervous because she's a bit <laughs> loopy doo doop Loopy. She's a bit of a rogue, yeah, you know, like uh a bit vicious, so they're like uh, look at her sideways.
1: so yeah i like that i thought that's cool yeah yeah Uh, uh, um james how do you feel about her i i
4: i think i think like i just love it like and the quality like i don't know i'm going back there because sod it i can like quality release my debate was never someone's bedroom because i think like that might just be what's happened in my opinion. That doesn't matter at this time. But, like, someone's designed that model. Someone's built that model. Someone has painted that model. All of which huge fan of. And then as it got released, it got released with a big fat giant typo. Well, I mean, it's the funniest release of all time
1: because uh, they uh, were like, yeah, it they was were like
0: because of this everything we hope is completely watertight we've really explained everything that needs to be explained there should be no room for ambiguity or interpretation at all of this everything <laughs> and there was a fucking typo and there was a fucking typo <laughs> it's hilarious
1: like it's a hilarious release like it's worth talking about the problem is is what i want is them to release the game i want the new rules i'm very excited for that but what i fervently hope and what the what i wasn't getting from the two guys in the bedroom with the with the typod release was that they'd put loads of thought and energy into making it good and it's different departments that's something to talk about the different departments are yeah um uh the, the typo correction was deliberately omitted <laughs> <laughs> is a good joke, right? The the I know it's different departments, the marketing team to the rules team, but after the winter FAQ and its non-release, yeah, and um, with some like heavy-handed FAQ stuff, I think uh, like recently, like I think ultimately, I'm a little just a little bit concerned because I'd really like it to be great because I just want to swing and I just want to go into the edition like super excited, and that's just something that put like a bit of a burr in me. Like I was a bit like, oh, for God's sakes, like dudes, like it's funny, like. It's very funny, like, and we can talk about that all day. But I think the model is freaking sweet, is the point. Mm. And I like the direction that they've gone, well, actually, let's talk about that, because that's where we get to talk on about this, the reforged Stormcast Eternals. So oh. a bit of spoiler, bit of spoiler for everyone. bit of spoiler. Um, so just if you want to close your for two seconds. So Bellacor has made it so you can't reforge through the mist.
3: Yeah? Okay, that's <clears> the
1: story. Well, not okay. always.
3: Like, it's just, it used to be that Stormcast, they didn't want to die. they weren't. It's not like they were going out and being like, yeah, well, some of them were. Some of them were, like, really getting really fucked up. But now, not all of their so- souls get back. Like, Belakor's kind of messed it up. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, 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 effectively. So then now, that's, give them, that's given them a reason to write that these new Thunderstrike armor Stormcast. So that's why they're different. Because now these guys are able to ignore it. Also, I'm assuming I'm assuming that these guys will have a three-up armor save over the four-up armor save that we see on Liberators. Uh, because the <laughs> other guy that we saw has got a two-up armor save. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's going to be very strong, especially if the rumors of being able to add plus one save to units is available so you could have two up armor save storm cast. I assume they're going to have two wounds each, maybe even three. One of the things we saw in 40k was they started to add loads of numbers. Uh, we did a really good show on this uh, mm. recently that it just makes sense because your dudes have got more numbers. Like I do more damage with my numbers, but I've got more wounds on my numbers, so it's just bigger numbers and it just seems more fun. Um, so I could see that happen. I could see them having two wounds. I could see them having three wounds with the thunderstrike bro having four wounds but maybe that's not the case. Um I like, like
2: I like the, the fact about the armor is that it was made by Grungi the maker. Yeah, yeah talk to me about that. Yeah. Why? Ooh, he's back yeah, cause he's well yeah, he's obviously he was at the end of the Bellical book as well and uh yeah. So he's around so hopefully he gets some some of the dwy motivated. Cause... Yeah.
3: He's kind of been in a self imposed exile for a while. So the fact that he's kinda of coming back is rad.
1: Well, because you and Nathan gave up on him.
3: Uh come you, we switched again? The, you switched to
1: other you.
4: armies. I like, it, it? never <laughs> never forgot my first love. What are you currently building, Dan? What was uh, the last game building, that we uh, played just,
2: against each other? Was, get, yeah. 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 I was playing my dwarves against whatever it is for ever you had. Oh, Sigma Dwarves against your... No, I'm talking to Rob and his oh, fantasy yes. things that he plays with, whatever it was.
1: Hey, man, they discontinued my whole army. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> like, I don't even have... Like, You got Grungy coming back? Where's Hoshut? Where, where's B.O. Hoshut? Uh, your little your, home for a doesn't get shit,
3: up. Rob. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow but, wow, uh, wow. but yeah, I... I, These Stormcasts just have grabbed me straight away from looking at them. Um, and honestly, it's the design that I like that. See, if you, for those who are not listening on the podcast, if you're looking at them, look at the helmets, they've still got the golden helmet with kind of the sunburst, but it's not attached and floating off the back. They look functional and they look dynamic. Then my problem with liberators and sequiturs. They were so heavily armored and so bulky, they didn't look like they could move or fight or be dynamic. You look at this, and if you go and have a look at the poses of the other ones, like in particular, I think it's the the malice, the sons of malice, the, the or the daughter of malice in the black armor. She legitimately looks like like dangerous, like she's flying around. And I just I love the design. I love the look. I'd really like to swap those tower shields for like round hoplite shields, but it's great design. The little guys look dynamic and like they can move. The big bloke looks like he is just a brick shit house. He's a breeze blocker, pain, um, and he looks immovable, which matches the two-up armor save they're going to give him. I just ah, oh, they, I, it's just design done well, and it's the first time Stormcast design has reached through the screen, grabbed me by the throat, and said, "You call me daddy now," and I went, "Yes, daddy." Uh, that's that's what these Stormcast models have done.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, like same. Like, I am really into... I, the only thing I said, I said it on the release show, and I've seen people do mock-ups of it since. As soon as you change the head, you've just got knights. And I assume this is just the first of a billion different versions of these. They're going to have spear bros, we're going to have hammer bros, like a bunch of different stuff, like maybe glaives or maces. So, like, I, I, I'm very excited for these. James, you're all in on these. You love these guys, right?
4: Yeah, I mean, I've got, like... 6,000 points of Stormcast so this is probably going to stop me buying a second Star Drake because every time I think about doing it and read the rules
1: I cry <laughs> That's, fair. That's fair Nathan, uh, you don't like them
2: Oh, I don't mind them I'm, uh, Yeah, they look alright I'm not, not uh, I, I, I've got nothing against them uh, I'm just uh, wanting the guy that made their armour to have a word with his his people
1: Mm. okay all right no i'm with you i'm with you because if this because guy, this guy's going to be good uh, i love the big thunderstrike bro i think maybe mm. he's been causing some consternation and i guess rules wise we've got to talk about the fact that it's a two-up armor save base on a unit we haven't seen that before apart from obviously Kragnos has got that as well there are like there are some examples but like generally two-up armor save pretty wild um hmm. Stormcast normally suffer to mortal wounds. Not really rend is not really their issue. So that would be uh, quite interesting, but I think uh, phenomenal. Um but yeah, two two up saves is gonna be really serious, especially if he's just... coming gone Sorry, okay. I just
4: want to know, like so the fact that he has the same save as a centaur, does that push your buttons? Yes or no? Oh great question. Nathan What? <laughs> what he's got the same save
2: as Craggy's horse good for him <laughs> <laughs> Scra- uh, scraggy scraggy will ride him as well then uh <laughs>
1: okay <laughs> i mean the two of armor saves pretty stonks uh ultimately uh and i think they're good um, okay all right well we don't need to talk too much about those because like they've been talked out a bit uh there's also the stay out of our maya video which i think is very exciting which looks like there's something creepy in woods there's been some low there's been loads of talk is it silent people is it for is it new orcs is it like hobgoblins there's loads of leaks there's loads of rumors there's loads of suggestions Crap if it's for
3: a hundred percent they're going to get a a a retcon for their rules I'm just going to leave it there because anyone who remembers what the female background was uh, knows exactly what I'm talking about and anyone who doesn't you never need to know or picture it because there's probably a rule 34 of it out there somewhere and I would never like to find it.
1: Well my v- my favourite version of this is uh, now Dan's suggestion that it's just it's now Swampy Stormcast which is perfect <laughs> like... Really? overdue our day's
4: suggestion? Trick people Is it Legion of Asgaroth? in plastic <laughs> it's not those though it's not Can them. you imagine if it was though yeah, but they don't live in swamps they do now yeah they might do now because they're
3: like all left all other dwarves are good and live in like traditional good dwarvy places and then your little homebrew crew get to live in a, a peat bog that seems and they liked
4: they liked centaurs didn't they they might Maybe be destruction d- now I mean, they,
2: they are a figment of your imagination, so they are in your
1: head, which is a swamp, of sorts. Doing this show. <laughs> 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 Right, okay. Um, uh, Gobbos aren't tall enough for swamps. That's a good point. Swamp Kurnothy for destruction following the big centaur dad. Oh, that's an interesting take. Um, okay, right. So, all exciting, it's got announced. We're all hype. We're in that weird position, though, between announcement and actual release we still have got the kragnos book to come out we still haven't had that so we're in this uh countdown there's a countdown um of 18 days which i think might be showing our new stuff adam troke did say on the show uh which i think eddie told him off for that there were two more reveals uh so um if they want those twitch subs to re- reignite there's going to be one next month and one the month after so i think that's going to be our process um for seeing it so i would assume i'm going to go for july as the release for ages 3 that's my guess um, is what I'm going
3: for. Um, they'll probably... The thing is, they'll want to do it fast because whenever you release a new edition, you slow sales. And I I, I, I mean this in the, the a genuine way as well, not to be like, oh, they just want to sell... My, like, they're a business and businesses want to sell us models and we want to buy those models. But whenever there's a new edition, people slow down their purchase because they're waiting to see what's going to come, what's going to change.
4: It's, it's yeah. like a fragile balance isn't it Mm. because what they want to do now is build hype so that when they release a box set there'll be some people that are like i don't want either faction but i'm buying it and they Mm. sell which i imagine is probably what happened with the 40k one Mm. um but also yeah like if i'm currently buying ko or uh if i'm currently buying skaven am i gonna go and drop 150 quid on more models, or am I gonna be like, oh, I might not be able to use any of them soon mm. yeah. in the build that I want to use them in. So then I'm gonna wait. So I think it's a, a weird balance, obviously. Isn't it? Mm. They've got to build some hype. Yeah. But you've also it's... got to release it fast enough that then people explode and buy models. It's
3: genuinely I like I don't like in the same way that I was giving them shade for not spending a couple of hundred bucks on their their streams earlier i will say that i do not envy the person that has to work out the exact timing and date range and do all the financial forecasting and analysis for that i know we've just gone very far away from hobby stuff and rob i believe you're probably laughing because you reckon that they just don't do any of that and they're just like roll the dice let's do it but genuinely i i respect the the business level that that requires because that would be really shitty to try and manage
1: yeah, I, I, I imagine, uh, I imagine it's a very complicated procedure to roll whatever bones they do in the cup. They ask the old <laughs> guys they need to do. Anyway, uh, right. So the ex- let's, let's get fucking into it. taking my shirt off. I'm so excited. Right. Four things you need to know about the next edition of Warhammer Age of Sigmar. Let's get hype. Four Lay things them on me.
3: Four things. I, I can only count to three after a small boating accident. So I'm going to need you to count uh, up for me. Okay. All right. So very exciting. Not gonna make First it. one. <laughs> First one,
1: the story continues. Whew. So 40K, when it got released, they had like a nine new things about 40K sort of thing as an article. It was like nine new things about 40K it was ninth edition. This is the third edition of Age of Sigmar. We've got four things we need to know. Kind of the same, but like, kind, like just kind of the same. Like the- a
3: horse, uh, like a centaur, this reveal has four legs. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So the the story
1: continues, which obviously did anyone think it that would have been I mean, is that earth shattering news to anyone? Like a hundred percent. I thought they were gonna stop. No more story.
3: <laughs> I thought that
4: was the end of the but, story.
3: But okay, I can but think about it this way, for a company that left Warhammer Fantasy and forty K pretty much in lit in groundhog day for decades. They've only been advancing the story for a few years now. Comparatively, that is a drop in the ocean. I can see how that's still an exciting concept.
1: Uh, very exciting. Uh, right. So next up, built. So no, that was number one. <laughs> like, that intern really, really, really pushing the boat out. That one. Uh, it, this is like on your word count. It's like, dude, just in
3: my name in count for for hitting <laughs> hitting that. Um, Instead right. of by. It's written and prepared by. And you're like, yeah. nailed it. Right, built to
1: work with existing battle tomes. Okay, the core rules for playing Warhammer Age of may be seeing some pretty major changes, but your existing battle tomes will work just as well as they always have. In fact, the new edition has been designed around the current books to give you the most trans- seamless transition possible. So, built around the current books. So, uh, you'll be able to use all your current books, like Beast of Chaos um, and all the other stuff in this, which is perfect. So, uh, that's good. That means you don't have to buy any new books unless they release any new books. Um, uh, the interesting thing about this picture that was pointed out to me is almost everything in this picture, other than the models, is unpurchasable now by Games Workshop. Uh, that wildwood, uh, you can no longer buy that. Uh, this tape measure, you can no longer buy that. Um, most of the scenery, you also can't buy. Uh, None so... of that
4: scenery you can buy anymore.
3: Um, <laughs> could we also talk about like the points disparity between the Ko and the <laughs> Orcs here? Like, <laughs> if it's the, it's I presumably it's the Ko. It's team, a narrative game. No reason those guys aren't in the boats. These greenskins are about to get shit mixed.
4: It's, it's narrative though. Okay, it's yeah. narrative. So it narrative. doesn't matter. Also,
3: who is rolling their dice in those spaces between the models? What maniac put those dice down? Dice down um, and were like oh, this, this is where we'd roll we roll them. We talk about stage. the grave dice though.
1: They look great. Um, right. Anyway. So, it's not to say you won't be getting any updates in the future. The changes being made to the core rules allow for all sorts of exciting new opportunities for your favourite factions. In fact, changes to one feature in particular will give your armies a hugely updated way to grow as they battle. What is that thing, you ask? I'm so excited, I can't even say it. The new and improved path to motherfucking glory. (laughs)
3: this
1: is this is like stop (laughs) the press we don't want any other news oh baby (laughs) has always been a narrative driven game and while the existing rules allow you to follow a champion as they amass glory points and fight for domination the new edition will expand the campaign system even further so good um so so good uh, we'll have more information about this narrative game mode coming to the future, but for now, those who have experienced Crusade in Warhammer 40,000 might be able to imagine some of the deployments your campaign forces will go through on their path to glory. So, uh, you, I know you guys don't, Nathan, I don't You know you don't play a load of 40k, because um, of the sharper bullets, but Crusade is this thing that they stuck between all the match play rules, um, uh, that is played widely. In fact, I have had to mute some people on Twitter because of how much they Mm -hmm. want about it. It's just a bit much. James, you've been in 40k. Have you done some Crusade? Uh,
4: So I'm going to try and be super positive here because actually, like, I can just see in the chat there's loads of people super pumped for it. Yeah. So I have to say that I got into 8th edition 40k, somewhere in between all the lockdowns, um, by basically making up our own rules And just rolling dice and buying models it was super good fun Mm -hmm. um when ninth edition came out we were all super pumped we were gonna do some crusade uh and i know that we could have retconned it probably ourselves a bit um but i we just found it like really weird that it ran on power levels and not points and then it seemed super imbalanced um so i've never played it so i feel like i probably shouldn't have an opinion but i found it more complicated than i would want narrative gaming to be but it might be because i spent not enough time reading it uh dan
3: i have tried multiple times to get into path to glory so i i'm happy to say that uh i am a meat eater who's been to the slaughterhouse in this regard uh-huh. and I, I every time i try i kind of never get past the first few battles because And I enjoy narrative game, don't get me wrong, played a bunch of them, really like narrative gaming, but that's when we just build our narrative, put our armies on the table, find some of those wicked narrative rules, like remember they released a bunch of rules for it, put together a wicked battle with all sorts of twists and turns, and it's awesome. Path to Glory for me is stuck in between narrative and competitive play, because there's too much structure for me for narrative, but not enough for open that anyway it's just it does for me it misses the mark i am not not commenting for everyone i'm just saying i've tried to do it every time i try it doesn't it's between two worlds so i never get everything that i want
1: right let me be clear yeah let me be really fucking zoom in on this one this is super important (laughs) to me i love path to glory so much games Workshop, if you're listening i love it so much i wish that they expanded it further so big in fact so so good (laughs) So much work was put into it that it got its own book. So, like, when I... No, listen to... Hold on. So, let's say I get my new Stormcast book, right? I'd like my Stormcast Path to Glory book as well. Like, not in between the rules, because I feel like it's not giving justice to Path to Glory. They're not giving it enough uh screen time, really. Like, and they, I want to see more effort put in. I almost want it to be separate. So, it, the people who love Path to Glory and think it's brilliant, they can purchase a whole book with so many campaigns and just loads of different stuff. And I think that that would be, like, like just put it in there, like, every time. So then, also, great for Games Workshop, because then they can sell two books. Because, as I, as you can imagine, I'll have to buy the match playbook. But I will ferociously be excited about buying the Path to Glory book in addition uh, to the, in addition. the core book. In addition. So that's my fervent hope for Path to Glory is that it's removed from the core book but not in a negative way like you might be thinking no in a positive way so it gets its own like love and effort and, and that's that's where i hope most um, yeah 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 that's what that's, how does that sound would that be up your street
3: i think that sounds like the best way to support this game yeah, for it right? to be completely quarantined from regular play like it coughed on a subway, and so everyone was like, you go to your own car now. That's what Path to Glory should be. It, it was like, <coughs> oh no, and everyone just went, shh. Hey, for the people who love it, I, I'm
1: so happy you love it. I just would love it to not be between the match play rules. That's, the, that's my only thing. I don't care about it existing or not existing. I just want it to be not in the match play rules. That's, that but would it, be my... I,
3: in Battle Times, I wish it was in the back of the book. Because the thing, like, I always struggle to find it when I'm flipping to it, um, because it's just in the middle of nowhere, and so I've got to go through so many But you'll be flipping through, and it's like, cool. Army rules, formation, like faction rules, sub faction rules. I'm like, yeah, artifacts, all of that, great. And I'm like, okay, where are my where are my battalions? Where, where are they? And then you have to flip through Path to Glory and all of that shit, and then you get to battalions, and then you. It's just yeah.
4: You don't need them soon, so don't worry about it. Yeah, that's no, true. It's true.
3: Books
1: are books are pretty slim down now. No battalions, and if Path to Glory goes to a separate book, it'd be like eight pages. It'd be freaking wicked. paperback. Yeah, paper, oh, paperback. Would you be more into paperback books? I think, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, mm. yeah. Paperback great. book, fiver. cool.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, right. So then, finally, uh, then a new launch box is in the works. Is something Give new me about? My...
4: <laughs> <laughs> Give me three. Give me three. And, right. and if there's not that many, I'm going out there. I'm going to buy three. Okay. And I'll sell you whatever halves, not Stormcast. Chat, I'll go halves Ch- with any of you, but you don't uh, get the Stormcast.
1: Okay, so there's an 18-hour um, uh, countdown. So, one of the things that happened with the 40k launch, and I think it'll happen for the Sigma launch, and I'd like our community at least to be conscious of, is that more than likely, it'll be a limited edition box that sold out like Indomitus box did. So... I would just like you all to be conscious of that. I'm not bringing it up as a negative, although it is a negative. I'm bringing it up for everyone so that they can be like, cool, I know to, on pre-order day, to go like pre-order myself a copy because it will sell out, like Cursity and Indomitus and everything else. So I think that's just something that has to be said by us as content creators Mm. for the people listening at home so they can feel like, okay, sweet. Like, like, I know that now. Um, So I think that's really important. Um, So yeah. Uh, I mean, exciting, right? Nathan, do you think you might be getting this box? I think I might be because I really like the Stormcast. I think they look super sweet.
2: Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I reckon because you'll probably want uh, some of the other gumph that comes with it. Uh, and then, yeah, I'm sure somebody would would want to swap <laughs> Stormcast for whatever the other thing is. So, yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, yeah, if there's Gobble Police in
3: the other half, I'm in. <laughs> or whatever it is. I hear that's all the other half is. It's just five gobba Paloozas <laughs> versus an army of stormcast eternals. Which go. means,
4: which means we know. I like hope we're... not, because we know they're definitely already out of stock of gobber Paloozas. Don't know where they are though. <laughs> I don't know oh, where those as long are. as
3: they don't do the thing that they did for the Soul Wars box where they don't give you a full oh, unit's worth of models. Oh, where they're the, like
4: hundred oh, you're not getting enough units. Oh, my God.
3: You, know, you know the big dude, the big brick shit house that they've shown off there? He'll be like, I am phenomenally strong and fielded with two of my brothers in a unit of three. They're gonna give you one and a half.
4: No, no, Like you'll they'll, they'll get be like, two. It, you'll get like two, that, Dan. And then they'll be in an easy to build two box because every set of Stormcast. Has not been enough models wasn't it eight liberators in the first one yeah and I mean... then an easy build and three retributors and then the next box was eight sequiturs mm. three evocators and then some easy build boxes but the easy build box of the evocators was then three so you always had one extra Is Wa- maths
3: a- is hard
4: That
3: yeah. is is so hard <laughs> Like, Listen. I'm sorry, give them a break I know how to put up a green screen okay. and stand in front of a, a webcam but counting to minimum unit sizes requires all of your fingers and all of your toes and if you worked in construction with circular saws there's a chance you don't have all of those as previously yeah. mentioned previously mentioned
1: uh, Nathan, what are your thoughts about the launch box uh, Cohen Canberra thanks for subscribing thanks everyone for tuning in live there's loads of you watching today super awesome of you I hope you're all well uh, yeah Nathan what are your thoughts about that launch box baby
2: <clears throat> yeah I just need to see what the other offers and then I'll probably be in on it
1: okay so yeah. if it's, is it if it's any, is, there, is there a destruction army that you wouldn't purchase like if it was destruction but it was I'm trying to think about things that you hate um, really organised <laughs> accountants <laughs> <laughs> in the forest, in the swamps. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Maybe then, maybe I'd give it a miss. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm not into the destruction ac- accounting crew, but other than that, yeah, sure.
1: Okay. All right. No, the ch- the chat. I've got you. What if it's an elven army? But destruction.
2: Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: uh... <laughs> oh he hesitates
2: he's
3: thinking Ooh.
1: I don't know that's kind uh, of like you yeah. can give it but you've got to take it as well sort of a question isn't it
3: mm. bog trolls it's an army of bog trolls but they've got pointy elf ears and they identify as elves but yeah they won't be elves if they're destruction will they I
1: don't know though there's, like, there's chaos elves now and that's pretty unheard of
2: chaos elves
1: yeah, there's, uh, there's uh, like in the poison tongue. Oh, okay. The, uh, the, the Warcry faction. The, the, there are elven, the elven chaos uh, ones.
2: Are they? Oh. Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. yeah no, Standard I mean, if if, if,
1: if, if elves turn into
2: destruction, then they become something else. Fairies. Then I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. destruction right, fairies
1: destruction fairies okay all right um i think that's that's everything today right i think we've uh, we've we've talked about we've talked about all the news there was a lot of news lots going on mm. and i'm sure that'll continue a whole new battle tome coming out uh this weekend uh, well it'll be on pre-order which means like all the rules will be out um i did not see the leaked war scroll from sbgl um solbright gave can we not call them the sbgl can we not just call them the grave lords it's so much easier if you just if we just shorten it down to a G, like, or a GL, or, or
4: we just call them the Vamps, yeah, like the band, yeah, TV, I think the glords. The, Vamps. The, uh, Vamps.
1: Lords. the glords, the Glords, the Glords, GL, I'm thinking Vamps. GL at least, GL. the Vamps, there
4: was the a Vamps. band, wasn't there? Wasn't there a band called the Vamps? What song no, did they a... sing? We yeah. could go off to it and piss off jugs, he'd have to edit the video, very <laughs> low.
0: The G
3: Lords, G Lords works for me too. Uh, or L-O-N-2, that's fine <laughs> The um, G-Lords I, I kind of <laughs> like it because it sounds Either like they're a bunch of dickheads at a club Or Like slightly sexual But unconfirmed Okay, <laughs> alright, that's fine with me <laughs> all right uh
1: have you guys got any shout outs today before we head out and i just want to thank everyone for tuning in to the show it's you it's hugely appreciated that you're here every week uh, or every day in some cases uh much love to all of you you're an amazing community of people uh, that tune into the show so thanks thanks to all of the thugs over on youtube and of course podcast homies uh, stay hydrated uh dan you got any uh, shout outs for us today
3: uh, shout out to my mum, uh, cause I hope that I've gleaned just a tiny piece of your awesomeness. Cause you, I, as admitted, I've, I've come to terms with the fact that she's better than me and cooler than me. She'd probably be a better Age of Sigma host than me if she could stop riding a motorbike or a yacht for long enough to do it. So, uh, so shout out to her.
1: Okay. That's fine. Nathan, what about you? Uh, no. Thanks. though.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fucking hell. <laughs> Uh, uh, James,
4: uh, I'm going to shout out to Dan's mom. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try Stay and, away from her. Try and work out how much a yacht costs for the rest of this week, <laughs> and if I could sell my house and buy one, I might be uh, going wherever Dan's mom is with a yacht. Uh,
3: uh, what, what else do you
4: what, need? Are you my Nothing. new dad?
3: Um, <laughs> so, what's my allowance like? Uh, as, long as It's enough for new Stormcast. I'm fine with it. Right. Hey, hey listen, uh, it's an exciting time for
1: all of us in the hobby and the community for AGMR3. So uh, let's get hype and enjoy ourselves. Um, thanks, everyone. We're going to do a raid now um, and go just make someone feel happy uh, and go watch some people. So it's going to be super fun. So i have put that in the chat. Uh, thank you to my three co-hosts. You're all wonderful people. And it's, it's a pleasure to be able to have some jokes about something we all love with all three of you. So uh, appreciate it. Uh, and then we're going to, I mean, we can't leave without A final word from...
0: Everything we hope is completely watertight. We've really explained everything that needs to be explained. There should be no room for ambiguity or interpretation at all of this.